Super Talk Mississippi media production. Come see your locally owned and operated Linton Glass for all your glass needs. No matter what glass you need to replace, you can count on Linton Glass. Call us today at 601-835-4336 or find us on the web at lintonglass.com. Howdy, howdy, it's Rhino here, and I wanted to say thank you for listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. everyone and welcome to midday super talk mississippi in the element well studios guiding you through the middle of your day with facts fodder and fine music morning rhino howdy howdy well it is primary day across the great state time to vote mississippi get on out and vote we'll talk about that in a minute but first just to kind of wrap up our show yesterday where we spent a fair amount of time discussing the 78th anniversary of D-Day. I want you to know we were out in front of the President of these United States in marking the day. He got around to it, oh, about 8.45 Eastern Time last night. Honestly... still awake. (laughs) You think he did this tweet? No. (laughs) Now, the tweet was appropriate. His statement was appropriate. Where the heck was he? And I looked it up. All the modern-day presidents of the last couple of decades, at least, I didn't go further back than that, they were all pretty Johnny on the spot to mark the day, to say something. Now, you should know that this is Pride Month, of course. He was all over that baby. When we How when could we, you have missed it? <laughs> when we rolled into June, he wasted no time. Like nine o'clock in the morning or something. But for D Day, eight forty five, and I just wonder if that's because there were some folks on the right in the media calling him out. Or at least saying, Hey, where's Joe? D Day. Maybe it's not a big deal to him. Pride Day, though, that's big. He also had proclamations on, like, I don't National Ocean Day or something like that. And I'm not downplaying whatever the significance is of that sort of stuff. But you kind of think that D-Day is a pretty big deal. I don't know. Is that old-fashioned to say that? To call attention to it? And I'll read what he said. Today we mark 78 years since D-Day and honor those who answered duty's call on the beaches of Normandy. We must never forget the service and sacrifice in defense of freedom, and we must strive every day to live up to the ideals they fought to defend. I mean, that's an appropriate statement from a president. He didn't write that, of course. 
and you're right, probably was night-night at the time this was actually tweeted and published. He did send uh, General Mark A. Milley, you know him, he's the chairman of the U.S. Joint Chiefs of Staff, to Normandy. He likened the Normandy invasion, did General Milley, to Ukraine's fight against Russia. Hmm. Now, we've been critical on the program here of General Milley because you recall he testified on the Hill that white rage was the number one problem facing our military. White rage. we gotta, we got to root it out. Like, zero evidence of any of that. He may be the most woke chief of staff ever. And signed off on a lot of the woke activities and the indoctrination and the CRT and remember the Air Force privilege walks and all that stuff we talked about. So anyhow, he went uh, over to Normandy. At least he did something. But I just, you know, I think it's sad. This president waited till 8.45 to say something. I mean, at least he got something out there. Yeah. Unlike last year, where he completely forgot. Okay. Well, thanks for reminding us of that. What's up with that? It's It's almost as if... His administration, his staffers, his advisors really don't want him to say anything about it unless they kind of feel forced to because some folks out there in the media are saying, hey, where's the president? Unbelievable. Well, considering their disdain for half of the people living currently yeah, because they don't believe the way they believe, 100% lockstep, I imagine it's because... It would be heaping praise on people that obviously didn't believe the way they believe now in 2022. So it's all about your political worldview, your ideology. Everything's politics to the left. they got to insert it into everything. It sure seems like it. You know, shame on me for having a little higher opinion. One can dream. <laughs> now there are leaks coming out of the White House suggesting that Joe Biden is not too happy about his plummeting poll numbers. The big trigger point, I guess, is that they've now sunk below those of Donald Trump at his lowest point. And I think that occurred at the sometime during the pandemic or not too far, too long after it was a thing. They say he is exasperated that he is not receiving credit for the fabulous achievements. And he feels he's a victim of circumstances beyond his control. You're a feckless, weak leader is what you are, if you think that. You see, voters are kind of like the market, something I know that's foreign to these left-wing socialists. The market don't lie. And what's happening here is the market, I'm using that in place of voters, the voters, they're not happy. They're telling you that. And it's your policies. So 
when he goes off script, of course, when he's in front of a teleprompter, he makes it even worse. But he's not happy about his, his uh, present situation and the opinion of Americans about his job performance. And so there's some frustration in the West Wing. It is being reported. Trump, at this same point in his presidency, that was in, that would be in 2018, consistently outstripped Biden as far as voter approval by as much as 10 points, and that's according to Rasmussen polls. On June 6 and 18, that would have been at the same point as yesterday compared to Biden. Trump was at 49%, Biden 41 I want to meet the 41 Who the heck are they? What are they like? What are they seeing? They must walk everywhere, I guess, huh? Don't buy groceries and eat, stuff like that. And now it's being reported that the White House is concerned about the parallels between the Biden presidency and the Jimmy Carter presidency. And they both just appear... They, it cartered at this same point, and of course, Biden in his term. They're just, they seem mad, and it's all you, it's not me, and don't have any solutions. And yesterday, the White House press secretary was asked about what the Biden administration's plans are to address the inflationary spiral, and she basically said they don't have any. I mean, she offered no concrete plans or solutions. I feel like it's almost a disservice to Carter to compare him to Biden at this point, because at least Carter, since he left the Oval Office, has done some good. He's built homes for needy families. He's helped out society and America. I seriously doubt we're going to get even an inkling of that from Biden when he leaves the Oval Office. That's probably true. And, uh, of course, he'll be on up there by then, won't he? 82? Oh, yeah. So the Wall Street Journal conducted a poll just last week and found that 83%, 83% of Americans describe the state of the economy as poor or not so good. More than one-third of 35% said they aren't satisfied at all with their financial situation. We got a lot more to talk about today, including the price of gas up again now across these United States. The average $4.91, just knocking on the door of five bucks. Several states already have uh, $5 as their average, but it's coming nationwide, I believe. And uh, this is an incredible transition. That's the way Biden describes it. When we come back, Luke Johnson, the host of Super Talk Eagle Hour. We're going to talk about uh, Southern Miss's win of the regionals and how they're waiting on Ole Miss to come into town down there to Pete. Should be a great super regional. A team from Mississippi is going to return to the College World Series two years in a row. Stay with us. We'll be right back.
Since 1871, Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton has been providing everything you need. Everything for your house, fencing, plumbing, flowers, lumber. Everything for your animals, dogs, cats, birds, chickens, cows, horses. And everything for your patio and yard. Bayou Classic Cookers, Wind Chimes, Orca and Pelican Coolers. We have most everything. 150 years of serving the community, family owned and operated. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, downtown Bolton since 1871. We'll see you soon. The only way to protect you and your family from the current wave of gun violence is for you to be mentally and physically prepared to confront it. The only way to do that is proper instruction, training, and practice with a professional firearms instructor. Boondocks FTA is the place to learn or become more efficient in your firearm skills. Like us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and visit us at boondocksfta.com. I'm Michael Guest. To get America back on the right track, we must return to conservative policies and principles. That means protecting our constitutional rights, liberties, and freedom. Getting government out of the way so our economy can grow. To stop inflation and bring down prices. I'm honored to serve as your congressman, and I'm asking for your vote on June the 7th. With your support, we will put America first, now and for our children's future. I'm Michael Guest, and I approve this message. Paid for by Prince of Michael Guest. You mind your own business. Mind my own business? What's that supposed to mean? No, I was just thinking about all of the news of tax changes, insurance changes, regulations that are being passed down to business owners. I don't have the time to keep growing and to keep up with changing payroll regulations. I know. It seems like all I do is handle employee-related problems. You know, I hear PeopleEase can help. How can they help? PeopleEase can handle our payroll, taxes, employee benefits, and workers' compensation. They even offer an affordable and customizable 401k program and a 24-7 online human resources support center for all my HR needs. Think of all the time we'll save letting People Lease handle our payroll and benefits administration. I'll be busy growing my business and letting People Lease take care of the rest. Sounds like a good business plan with People Lease. Let People Lease mind your business so you can mind your own business. Call now 601-987-3025 That's 601-987-3025 or visit freepayrollquotes.com for your free quote. This is Joe Rooks for do-it-yourselfers or seasoned pros. Revelace is the place to go. This is Smokey Williamson. If it has to do with keys, Revelace Hardware can help. We cut house and office keys. We can rekey locks in the store. And in some stores, we can even key alike padlocks. At Revelace, we program automobile keys and fobs for most makes and models for much less than the dealer. There's a Revelace Hardware near you. Come see us. Learn more at revelhardware.com. Here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning six to nine. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis—all right here on Super Talk Jackson ninety-seven point three. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. What? What? This is so awesome. On Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone, to Midday Super Talk Mississippi, live in the Element Well Studios today, the day after 
We learned that uh, the University of Southern Mississippi Golden Eagle, uh, Eagles will host a Super Regional at the Pete, Pete Taylor Park, and they're going to uh, welcome the Ole Miss Rebels into Hattiesburg. Joining us now to talk about that, Luke Johnson, the host of Super Talk Eagle Hour. Good to see you, Luke. Thanks, Gerard. Good to be on today. What a uh, what a day for the state of Mississippi baseball. It really is. And I should make a little correction. I forgot that, uh, of course, 2020, the COVID year, the whole dang shebang was canceled. So I think, actually, we've got four consecutive uh, appearances uh, that a Mississippi team will be playing in the College World Series when you count um, Mississippi State's. 2000 was it 2018 19 and then of course 21 and now we got this year one or the other uh between Ole Miss and uh, Southern Miss is going to Omaha what an incredible series it was at Hattiesburg though Luke uh did you expect that outcome and and the other thing I should point out is you got a lot of overlap and fans and kids and players, you're so dang close to LSU. I think a lot of folks maybe overlooked that. When when this draw came out uh, Sunday a week ago, I mean, Southern Miss fans were, were happy. Kennesaw was a, a, a pretty stingy three seed, and, and Army had just won their championship. I think some Southern Miss fans knew they would probably get LSU as the two seed just because of geography, and LSU was – was probably like the last host team out. I mean, they were they were viewed as the 17 seed, you know, almost you know looking at it that way coming in, and and so you knew it was going to be a fight. But you want to talk about like from a baseball fan's perspective, there were never any blowouts. The one blowout that happened, LSU put a 10 spot, um, you know, and uh, and got back in and beat Kennesaw. But you want to talk about Southern Miss and LSU had a three game series in this regional. And what the Eagles did, winning three games in less than 27 hours, uh, you know, getting their, their hearts ripped out of their chest on Saturday <laughs> night, you know, blowing it in the ninth, and yep. you feel like you got hosed a couple times on some hit-by-pitch calls. But what they did, resiliency, and then yesterday LSU took a, uh, an early lead in the first, and then Eagles just fought their way back. And, and ultimately, it was the pitching staff of Southern Miss that allowed them um, to, to to win this regional. Jay Johnson, LSU coach, said in the postgame presser yesterday that the Golden Eagles were infinitely better than LSU on the wow. mound. And that's what allowed them to be able to survive the onslaught and, and come out with a regional win. Wow, that is quite the accolade. And that's what I was going to say, though. Uh, the pitchers came to play uh, for the Golden Eagles in this particular series. And, and that's what you hope happens is that uh, they're at their best when you got this uh, kind of situation on the line where the stakes are so high and they did not disappoint for sure it it almost seems like Luke that that these regionals these regional championships they end up being an endurance test to some extent you just talked about the three wins in 27 hours that's really what it takes that's really what it is and and when you get in the losers bracket it's really hard to come out of it and so the eagles went into that losers bracket Carrying a six to two lead in the ninth. And, you know, what they did, they had to win in extra innings on Sunday against Kennesaw. They won four to three and they come back in the nightcap and just in a crazy atmosphere at Pizza. I mean, you want to talk about back to back, just insane environments is there was an LSU fan in, in the roost yesterday that, that, uh, that just said, you know, I've been to a lot of these 
and this is probably one of the best regional atmospheres that I've ever been in. I mean, wow. there was time and time again when Southern Miss fans would drown out any LSU um, uh, attempts, you know, to, to cheer. There was actually an LSU pitcher who would kind of tap his front foot on the mound before he pitched. And so Southern Miss fans got in his head and started counting the times that he would pat. I mean, it was – they borrowed a little bit from Texas A&M and started yelling out, you know, ball six, ball seven. But, I mean, uh, there was close to 26,000 fans in the Pete over this weekend. 26,000? It was easily in the top five attendance um, of, of any regional that went out in the country. Well, it is my understanding that it wasn't too long ago when uh, the Golden Eagles hosted uh, Ole Miss, right, at the Pete. The, the record was set. Is that not right? Like 6,800 or yeah, something May, like May that? Yeah, maybe 11th. Yeah. They, uh, they put 6,200 people okay. you know, in that stadium off of 4th Street. And, and I, you know, I heard little rumors here and there that they were catching people jumping the fences and, you know, sneaking <laughs> in. And the NCAA kind of caps attendance, uh, you know, you can't really, in some ways, pull off what you pulled off on May the 11th. But, I mean, if you look at those crowds on on Saturday and, and Sunday nights, it'd be hard pressed to think that there wasn't wasn't maybe close to what was in there May 11th against Ole Miss. Unbelievable! That's incredible. All right, what's your outlook? We got a, a big super regional coming up this weekend, and who would have ever thought you got two Mississippi teams facing each other in a super regional best of three? What are you looking for? So. I was talking to, to Scott Barry last night, just congratulating him, and and uh, he's a good friend. And and I told him, I said, hey, I'm I'm talking to you not as a uh, you know an Eagle Hour co-host. I'm talking to you as a former football player that's your friend and loves Southern Miss. And yeah, you know, I just said, you know, when you talk to Coach Bianco this week, you, you know, the question is like, how did we get here? <laughs> you know, Ole Miss is the the last team in the field, literally. Um, and uh, Southern Miss, you know, even if they were to win their regional, they were going to have to go to, to Coral Gables. That's the way it usually works. And yep. so not only are you hosting a Super for the first time in history, you're hosting a team you've already played twice this year. There's so much, you know, just jawing and the in-state rivalry that goes on. Of course, Southern Miss fans always have it in their crawl that Ole Miss dodges them in football. <laughs> and so now with Omaha on the line of all teams yeah. to host your first Super Regional, you got Ole Miss. You know, looking at the, the matchup, Southern Miss won this, uh, won the first game 10-7. to uh, back earlier in the spring, Ole Miss got them four to one. Uh, Eagles didn't show up at all that night, pitching wise. I think the difference um, going into this regional is that neither one of these hitting uh, lineups have faced the other's weekend guys. Yeah, and uh, so what that means is Ole Miss will face Ferris Award winner uh, Tanner Hall. Um, Hurston Waldrop, who who had an electric outing, struck out 11 on yeah. Saturday. Yep. Uh, Jay Johnson said, other than than a pitcher for Tennessee, Waldrop was the best pitcher that LSU had faced all season. Wow! And then um, Delta State transfer Hunter Riggins threw a complete game in an elimination game on Sunday. And so, you know, on one hand, Ole Miss has, has got to face uh, a Southern Miss pitching staff that's only second behind uh, Tennessee in, in every statistical category in the country. And it's the same way. I mean, for the, for the Golden Eagles, they got to face, uh, you know, Ole Miss, an Ole Miss pitching staff that has really, uh, you know, done what they've needed to do over the last month. And Ole Miss, I mean, is one of the hottest baseball teams in the country right now. I mean, and uh, Tim, Tim Elko last year, what he did against Southern Miss in, in the, in, in the regional. Um, is is pretty extraordinary, and so these are teams that know each other well, but they haven't really faced the best that each one of them offers yeah. Yeah. 
in the previous two matchups. So that's yeah. what I'm kind of looking at, you know, going into this weekend. You know, Luke, uh, reminiscing a bit, I recall vividly uh, watching USM get so close in Florida. Was it one time or maybe two times when Florida was really, really playing good baseball a few years ago? And it just seems like they got so dang close. But things look like they're setting up pretty well for them right now. You're right. Ole Miss is hot. Ole Miss is a Kind of had a sandwich-type season, right? Really strong at the beginning, really strong now. I think Tennessee, when uh, Tennessee beat them pretty handily, I think that took the wind out of their sails. But I think we're going to see both squads at their best, as you just said, and that should make for a fantastic weekend. It's going to be an insane atmosphere. I mean, I think it's going to even go beyond what we saw this weekend. And, you know, Southern Miss fans, they're, they're real good at boxing out, you know, in the perimeter in regarding ticket sales. Yeah. And so that's they did I'm a pretty hearing, good job this weekend. <laughs> that's what yeah, I'm that's, hearing. And, uh, I know, <laughs> go ahead. Yeah. I know, I know where your loyalty lies. So, uh, you know, I, I had a good friend text me last night. He's in, uh, you know, we do ministry together and he said, Hey man, can you get me any tickets? I was like, bro, you're the enemy this week. And he said, he started laughing. I said, dude, I ain't laughing at all. So, you know, it's, it's, uh, everybody, everybody in their camps this weekend and, and Southern Miss fans are going to show up. I mean, it just so ecstatic. Um, because when you're a Southern Miss fan, you always feel like you, you have to go the extra mile. You got to do things the hard way and just seeing those guys run out, jump the fence, yeah. celebrating with a rowdy roost yesterday. I mean, it was for the ages. And now you got a chance to go to Omaha and you get to play an in-state rival to do it. I mean, it is a, a perfect college baseball, Agreed. whoever you cheer for. It's a perfect matchup. I agree. And I think it's going to be probably one of the most exciting super regionals this weekend. Uh, we got to go, but my final thought is uh, I'm glad for Coach Barry. He's just a quality class guy. I've had him on the program before, and what a joy he is to be around. I got to imagine he's a fantastic coach to play baseball for, and uh, the proof's in the pudding. And so, congratulations. As to him. Will Hall says, he is a he is a developer of men. No Scott doubt Barry's about one it. One of the best. Draw just for you yep. to the top. Okay, buddy. <laughs> Appreciate it. Hotty toddy, and we look forward to a great weekend. Luke Johnson, the host of the Super Talk Eagle Hour, has been our guest on Middays. We'll take a break right here and come right back from the Element Well Studios. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 95. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 72. Your Wednesday, sunny skies, high near 95. Wednesday evening, mostly clear, low around 73. And for your Thursday, a 20% chance of showers, sunny skies, high near 95. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871. How can R.J. Young help you with digital communications, managed IT services, business process outsourcing, and office equipment and technology? R.J. Young is your source for the technology solutions that power your business. For more information and a quick demo of the modern office and how it's increasing efficiency and bottom lines of businesses across the country, visit us at themodernoffice.com. I'm Michael Carson, run for congressman of District 2. I want to see this district reach its full potential. To accomplish this, there will have to be a change. To make this happen, 
I will keep an honest and open ear and an open mind to guide by what the people want. If you want to make a change, it is time to take action. On June 7, vote Michael Carson, Congressman of District 2. Together, we can make a difference. God bless. This message paid for and approved by Michael Carson for Congress. Guys, have Viagra and Cialis let you down? It can get you to the point where you think your best days are behind you. Well, think again. If you suffer from any type of erectile dysfunction, regardless of your age or medical history, Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland can help. Their treatment options work without pain, needles, surgery, or medications, and no downtime using the latest proven technology. Call 601-944-5585 or visit InnovativeHealthClinic.net for an appointment today. ESISupply.net. It's not if you're going to have a spill at your business or workplace, it's when. ESISupply.net. Exorbent pads by the bundle or roll. ESISupply.net. Socknet boom products, oil gator, oil dry spill kits, and much more. ESISupply.net. Take it from Scary Gary. If it can spill, it's gonna. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910 or online at esisupply.net. Hi, I'm David Frederick, owner of Frederick Sales and Service in Brandon. For more than 27 years, we've been selling and servicing Exmark mowers here in central Mississippi. Whether you have a city lot, a country estate, or a large institutional property, Exmark has a mower to fit your needs. I invite you to come by and check out all of what Exmark and Fredericks has to offer. With special financing available, we have mowers in stock and ready for you. Fredericks Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment. Serving you since 1993. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Inflation is at a 40-year high, and it seems like we've reached a new record for gas prices daily. Don McVeigh with the National Federation of Independent Businesses tells us employers are frustrated. Unfortunately, it hasn't let up. Um, you know, usually if they have to if they have to do something to raise you know raise prices, it's it's not a good scenario to start with. So then, whenever they can't even get a break on the back end of, okay, they're raising prices, but they're still experiencing inflation. It's just hard to make the bottom line work. The May read on the Consumer Price Index is expected Friday morning. It's a key indicator for inflation, though the feds tend to look at the core data, which excludes fuel and energy. For the latest Mississippi news, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or online at supertalk.fm. Prime Shrimp is a proud sponsor of Tasty Tuesday on Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Go to PrimeShrimp.com to get pre-seasoned, easy-to-cook shrimp delivered straight to your door. Swing in to sponsoring the Sanderson Farm Championship, Mississippi's largest professional sporting event, September 26th through October 2nd. Entertain your clients or prospects, reward your employees. All from a skybox on the 18th green. Gotta hurry. These affordable Sanderson Farm Championship packages are available through June 15th. Visit SponsorSFC.com today to learn more. That's SponsorSFC.com. Join Mississippi's handyman, Buddy Slowick, every Saturday from 10 till noon as he broadcasts live from the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation studio. Contact MCEF today, leading the way in training, credentials, and job placement. When it comes to the outdoors, we are one. We 
live in one of the best places in America to enjoy the great outdoors. So let's talk about it. Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews. Mondays starting at noon here on Super Talk Mississippi. Presented by the Foundation Protecting Our Outdoors Heritage. Listen or watch the show anywhere you get Super Talk Mississippi. Attention, adoring fans. It's time for Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone, to Midday Super Talk Mississippi from the Element Wealth Studios. Really enjoyed that conversation with Luke. I know it's going to be really an exciting time. It's a good thing for the state of Mississippi, too. And, yeah, the tickets are nearly impossible to come by, no matter how much money you got. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, don't forget, also, that Middays is going to be... And in a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar as well, will be live on this coming Friday in Greenville at the Delta Soul Celebrity Golf and Charity Event. You'll hear from celebrities throughout the day as they make their way to the Delta, and it all goes to benefit the Steve Azar St. Cecilia Foundation to raise funds for charitable organizations that aid sick, disadvantaged, and abused children. To learn more, go to Steve Azar St. Cecilia Foundation. That's one word. .org. Steve Azar, St. Cecilia Foundation.org. Looking forward to that. We were up there last year, of course. It's a lot of fun. Steve uh, can draw all the celebrities. He's a pretty popular figure and, and well liked, and it's his friends that want to help out for his foundation. That's why they come to Greenville, Mississippi, and that's where we're going to be this coming Friday. Looking forward to that. But today, folks, is voting day. And, in fact, at 11.05, we've got Mississippi's Secretary of State, Michael Watson. He's going to call in and give us an update. I went to uh, my precinct, my polling place this morning, cast my vote, about 7.30 or so. Uh, Not a lot of folks there. I was surprised. First, I was surprised when I was going down the road and approaching the entrance, it's a church where I vote. Normally, there are folks out there, a lot of folks, representing the candidates, raising, uh, waving flags and, and signs and so forth. And, of course, the entryway up until the point where it is legal is just jammed with signage. None. I was shocked. None. And at first I thought, gee, did they change the polling place on me? And I didn't know. Didn't get the memo. Pulled in. The only vehicles there were those driven by the poll workers. And there were two small signs along the sidewalk leading into the entrance into this um, activities center at the church there. Said, vote here. And I said, okay. Still doing it. Walked in. 
and it just didn't look like there was a lot of activity. Now, grant you, it was early, but a lot of folks do go and vote before they head into the office and to work. I've seen the lines be fairly long at 7.30 a.m., but I guess there's a bit of voter apathy because it's midterms, and that's the only thing on the ballot, to my knowledge. I don't think anything else, right, today is on the ballot. It's just voting for uh, your party of choice, for the candidates for Congress, for the House of Representatives in Mississippi's 4 Congressional District. We, of course, here are in Congressional District 3, where there are three candidates, incumbent Michael Guest, Congressman Michael Guest, uh, Michael Cassidy, and Thomas Griffin. The uh, the race, Rhino, that looks to be fairly intriguing just because of the number of candidates in it is down in Congressional District 4, Congressman Stephen Palazzo, the incumbent down there. And yeah, see, when you've got that many people running on the primary and there's not a real clear-cut, way-out-in-front winner, betting man would say that's going to a runoff. Yeah. I think that's right. So the candidates in District 4 on the Republican ballot, in alphabetical order here, Carl Boynton, Raymond Brooks, Mike Ezel, Stephen Palazzo, Kidron Peterson, Clay Wagner, and Bryce Wiggins. See, on the show here, we've had Congressman Palazzo, Mr. Peterson, and Clay Wagner. Of course, Bryce, as a state senator, has been on many times, but officially as a candidate, I believe he was on with Paul, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not sure about whether whether Mr. Boynton, I think he may have been on with Paul and uh, and Brooks. And so, fo- so folks will know, and I, I don't know all the details of the rules and regs, and I know you may have to help me out here, but essentially if one candidate is allowed to come on, FCC regs require us as a media outfit to extend an invitation to, to all the others in the same race, correct? Yeah. I believe that's how it works. And they may decline to come on, and some have. And that's, that's not anything unusual. But I want to say it's a total of 27 representing all the parties that are on the ballot. 27 distinct candidates across the four districts. Um, That's the number that sticks in my head. It may not be that many. But nonetheless, I think that particular race, District 4, Congressional District 4, South Mississippi, it looks to be intriguing, mainly because it's probably got, as you just indicated, the, the greatest probability of going to a runoff. Yeah, and the other ones, it would be a bit surprising to see a runoff, but in that one, it would be surprising to not see a runoff. Yeah, it, and it, that's really not a statement on on the candidates or the incumbent. It's just a, it's just, just a, math. Yeah, it's just math about when you got that many. I mean, all of these folks got somebody that's going to vote for them. Oh, and, yeah. And so that, obviously, when you split the vote up that much, you're just more likely to wind up in a runoff, 50 plus, 50 percent plus one. Uh, to win it outright is a fairly tall order, 
But we shall see, and then we'll have more to talk about because we'll have a runoff coming up in CD4. Should be very interesting. In District 1, it's Congressman Trent Kelly on the Republican ticket who has one challenger, Mark Strauss. We interviewed him on the program. On the Democrat side, Hunter Avery and Diane Black are vying for the Democrat candidacy in District 1. In District 2, of course, Congressman Benny Thompson on the Democrat side. He is challenged by Jerry Kerner. District 2 on the Republican side. Now, that could end up in a runoff. Certainly could. Michael Carson, Ron Eller, Brian Flowers, and Stanford Johnson. Seems like we've interviewed uh, all of those individuals. Brian Flowers, maybe not. But I know we have Mr. Carson, Eller, and and Mr. Johnson. Just had him on last week. That's in District 2. And then District 3 only has one candidate on the Democrat ballot. That's Shawaski Young. District 3, of course, in sort of central Mississippi. That is the seat presently held by Congressman Michael Guest. So, And on the Democrat side in District 4, I think these are the only candidates we haven't shared. Johnny Dupree and David Sellers, District 4. So, of course, you got to have your voter ID. It is uh, just pass on some things here to you to remember on Election Day. It's unlawful to campaign for any candidate within 150 feet of any entrance to a polling place, unless you're on private property. The polling places should be clear for 30 feet from every entrance of all people except elections officials, voters waiting to vote, or authorized poll watchers, and that is... I think, described as loitering, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's to keep you from hanging out around the door and intimidating people. Sure. Camera phones, voters are prohibited from taking pictures of their marked ballot. We still see that happening quite a bit. Keyword marked. Marked ballot, right. A blank ballot, share that all you want. That's informational purposes, and that and lots of organizations do that to members of their organization, so they'll know what to expect on the ballot. This is an easy ballot. You just had to mark one, one vote, cast one vote. It's not like the 2020 where we had a, a lot of stuff on the ballot, including ballot measures, right? So you um, include candidates for office, add to that, as we did in Mississippi with Initiative 65 ballot measure. It's a lot of stuff you got to mark there. It's pretty busy voting exercise. So this is real simple. Bottom line is, get out and vote. Get on out there and vote. I've done my duty, and I'm displaying my I Voted sticker on my jacket today. If you're watching, exercising my constitutional right, as I hope you do as well. Boston bumping us out of this segment here on uh, Middays. We're in the Element Well Studios. We'll come right back. Don't forget, Secretary of State Michael Watson joins us after the news break at the top of the hour. Stay with us.
This is Michael Cassidy. I've spent my career as a fighter pilot in the Navy, and now I'm running for Congress in the Republican primary here in Mississippi's 3rd District. Our district represents the best of America. We're pro-life, pro-American, and pro-Trump. But Congressman Guest has not upheld these principles. Congressman Guest voted to give $1.1 billion of your taxpayer dollars to Planned Parenthood, the nation's largest abortion provider. He's voted to bring in an unlimited number of foreign workers that take our jobs and suppress our wages. And he was one of the few Republicans to join Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats in voting for the January 6th Commission. Unlike Guest, I oppose sending even one penny of your money to Planned Parenthood. I support securing our border, limiting foreign worker visas, a moratorium on legal immigration, and banning foreign ownership of U.S. land. I'll fight to fix our country's broken election system and get President Trump back in the White House in 2024. I'm Michael Cassidy, a pro-Trump, America first Republican running for Congress, and I approve this message. Paid for by Michael Cassidy for Congress. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. Located in Gludstadt, just south of Germantown High, Calloway's has an outstanding selection of your favorite trees, shrubs, color plants, bagged and bulk soils, everything for your outdoor living. Calloway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture and the largest selection in the South. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies and jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Calloway's has farm fresh produce seven days a week. Did you know Calloway's has beautiful decorative accessories and gift items for indoors and outdoors? Bring your truck or trailer. Calloway's has bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Callaway's landscape designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Visit Callaway's in Gludstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway south of Germantown High. Callaway's is Callaway's is everything for home and garden. That's what Callaway's is. This is the opening agri-market report. At the open of the New York Cotton Exchange, July cotton was down 151 to 136.23. December cotton was down 45 to 119.35. The open of the Chicago Board Trade July soybeans were down one and a quarter to 1698 per bushel. August soybeans were down a penny to 1634 and three quarters per bushel. July corn was up a nickel to 747 and a half per bushel. September corn was up five and three quarters to 720 per bushel. At the Mercantile, August live cattle was up 50 to 133.40. October live cattle was up 35 to 139.45. August feeders up 32 to 172.22. September feeders up 10 cents to 174.65. And at this hour, the open Dow Jones down 91 points, 32,825. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Talk, Mississippi Agri-News Network. Why is agriculture so important to the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation? Well, one out of every four jobs in our state depends on agriculture, and it's a $7.35 billion industry for our state. That's a billion with a B. When Mississippi farmers thrive, we all thrive. You can bet the farm on it. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org. Overlook Farms. Hello, sir. Do you have a minute to chat about the beef jerky of the month? A minute? (laughs) I've got hours. What? Because Ingenia Herbicide from BASF has the lowest use rate, I covered more soybean acres more efficiently. If now's not a good time... Thanks to Ingenia Herbicide, I've got plenty of time. What flavors you got? Oh, we've got barbecue, jalapeno... Ingenia Herbicide is a U.S. EPA-restricted-use pesticide. Every application of Ingenia Herbicide requires the use of a pH-buffering adjuvant. Additional state restrictions may apply. Always read and follow label directions. 
arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Come on. Come on. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. All right, we are back on Super Talk Mississippi. everyone to midday super talk mississippi steve perry neil sean and journey bumping us into this segment with their iconic hit don't stop believing so on the ceasefire text line ben from madison says just left my precinct in madison and i was the only one there besides the folks working there gene and mendenhall says hell they can't afford the gas to go Tim in Oxford, I was number 21 at 1015 in my precinct in Lafayette County. Hmm. Only one, only vote I can cast today is against Benny. That's Ray from Byram. Thomas in Greenwood opines maybe people don't think their vote is worth $4.50 a gallon. Hmm. To, do, to go cast your vote. I voted a small precinct in Braxton, usually fair to heavy turnout. Today I was first voter at 735. Hard to believe the apathy with today's political climate and so much on the line. People, in all caps, go vote, says JB on the ceasefire text line. It's also being reported that in California, eh, where it's all mail-in, way down. Way down, the volume. Hmm. Turnout. Interesting, as it uh, turns out. Also in California, the San Francisco DA, that would be uh, Shesi Budin, I think is how you say it, pronounced before. Anyhow, is a progressive, to say the least, DA that... Got to in there and implemented the cashless bail and all these um, defund the police sort of um, prosecution type quality of life crimes and all, all kinds of crazy stuff. Anyhow, he is on the ballot today to be recalled, is the San Francisco DA. And this is what's crazy that I believe he is the offspring of a former member of the extremist Weather Underground group who spent about 40 years in prison for second-degree murder and first-degree robbery before being granted parole. I think he is, I think it's his father, if I'm not mistaken. Hmm. Yeah, so he's just not into prosecuting people for committing crimes. That's basically what these DAs, these woke DAs have done. So even 
those who supported him originally are pushing to get him out, the reports suggest. So it's Proposition H. It is one of eight measures on the ballot which voters can submit in person or by mail. That's in San Francisco. So, oh boy, we'll see if that works out. It, most of the analysts are predicting he's out. He's going to get recalled. I think that's because when you got the folks who originally supported you coming out and saying, no, that's not exactly what we wanted, what we supported, he went a little radical relative to what he committed. And this really, it all stems from the whole George Floyd incident. It's amazing that that, as bad a situation as that was, how that's turned this country upside down. It's really incredible. It's almost like knee-jerk reactions are a bad choice. Duh. Uh, You think some folks are starting to maybe figure that out? Because that's exactly what happened when they voted this guy in, and that Gascon in L.A., he's one of the worst. They really don't care about prosecuting crime and locking up criminals. They really don't. They see that as their social justice mission. I'm not going to do it. And it's because, I think statistically, black Americans represent 6% of the population but commit like 55% of the crime or something to that effect. I think they're pretty close on that, last figures I looked at. But the left says, oh, no, it's because of racism. It has nothing to do with actually committing a crime. You can't overlook what they look like. That's what basically what they're saying, and that that is driving the incarceration rate, the arrest rate, etc. But San Franciscans of all political persuasions are supporting the recall of this wacko. And it's virtually ruined what was once a, a fine, delightful American city. Been there many, many times on business, t- typically. And I honestly, I miss what it used to look like. I think a lot of people feel that way. That's why they want this guy out. Mm. We'll take a break right here. we got Super Talk News, Fox News coming your way, and then Secretary of State Michael Watson gives us an update on primary day. Stay with us. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. Fox News, I'm Chris Foster. There's a hearing about domestic terrorism today in the Senate Judiciary Committee. Retired Buffalo, New York Fire Commissioner Garnell Whitfield's mother was one of 10 people, all of them black, shot and killed at a supermarket in Buffalo last month. My mother's life mattered. And your actions here today would tell us how much it matters to you. And the Senate Finance Committee, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen says inflation is a challenge. As well as the headwinds associated with the disruptions caused by the pandemic's effect on supply chains and the effects of supply-side disturbances to oil and food markets resulting from Russia's war in Ukraine. She says lack of affordable housing is one of the most serious and growing challenges we have in the economy and that the Biden administration is working on that. Gas prices hit another new all-time high today, almost four ninety two a gallon, according to AAA. It's up five cents from yesterday. America's listening to Fox News. 
This hour of Middays with Gerard Gibbert is sponsored by Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland. For personalized in-office treatment for urinary incontinence, erectile dysfunction, and neuropathy, they help you get your life back. Hello, I'm Colonel Randy Ginn, Director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol. In 2021, MHP investigated 1,480 crashes involving commercial motor vehicles on Mississippi roadways. Many of those crashes could have been avoided. The MHP Motor Carrier Safety Division is partnering with big rig truckers to conduct safety checks across our state through the Troopers and Truckers Safety Initiative. The Department of Public Safety and the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration are working together with one common goal, to keep our highways safe for everyone. Thank you and drive safe. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. All train crossings in downtown Brookhaven are closed until further notice, with the exception of Dale Trail and Industrial Park Road. Portions of a freight train went off the tracks after a collision with a vehicle just after 8 this morning, and portions of the track actually came apart, they've had to stop the train to assess the damage. Mississippi is no longer at the bottom when it comes to education. January of 12, our uh, our graduation rates had fallen to 72.5%. The national average at that time was 84.5%. We were 12 points below the national average. Last year, the national average had risen to about 87%. Mississippi's was at 88.5%, up 16 percentage points over a 10-year period. Governor Tate Reeves is proud of those successes. We ought to celebrate that, we, uh, that we've gone from 50th to 33rd, 34th, 35th, but that's not good enough. we got to keep pushing. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation celebrates 100 years in 2022. If you're not sure what that means for you, did you know our membership counts 180,000 families? We are their voice at the state capitol and our nation's capital. We are more than agriculture. We are what's best for all Mississippi. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, 100 years of faith, family, and farm bureau. Become a member today at msfb.org. Welcome to day four of Digging Safety Class. It says here we're talking post holes. Yes, before you dig one, call 811. For a post hole? See this picture? Your hair's standing on end, Bob. Cool, dude. Not so cool. I hit an electrical line. And I thought you were trying to be hip. Hello, Sam here from Mississippi 811. Calling 811 two working days before digging is the law, and it's always the right thing to do. Guests from all over the world will be attending the 24th annual Tupelo Elvis Festival, which starts Wednesday and runs through Sunday at the Bancor South Arena. The opening night showcase gala and after party Wednesday is already sold out, but Neil McCoy with the Tupelo Convention and Visitors Bureau told us there's still plenty to see and do. One of the goals and missions of, of having an Elvis Festival is continue to keep his name relevant, and one of the ways that we felt like it was necessary is to appeal to a younger generation. And so we have a youth day and uh, actually do a, a kind of a boot camp type thing for younger Elvis tribute artists. Most are in their teens, but in the past, they've been as young as eight years old. Imagine that. For ticket information and the full schedule of events, log on to TupeloElvisFestival.com. 
Power outages are a detriment to workplace efficiency and production. A Taylor Power standby generator can provide instant protection from those power outages. Call Taylor Power Systems today at 601-932-5674 to discuss the right standby generator for your business. That's 601-932-5674. Are you thinking about retirement or are you recently retired? Do you have a plan or do you have a drawer full of statements? If your answer is the latter, then you're not retirement planning, you're retirement hoping. Risks and inflation are rising and planning is critical now. At Element Wealth, our exclusive 360 process can create a strategy to help protect what you've worked so hard to build while still providing growth. To start the conversation, visit myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006. 601-957-6006. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. And now, the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. That's what I like to listen to. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone, to Midday Super Talk Mississippi in the Element Well Studios. We're waiting for Secretary of State Michael Watson, right, Rhino? I know he's traversing the state today, and uh, he'll he'll call us when he can. I think he spoke to Paul this morning, but trying to get an update on what's going on out there. And, and according to most of our audience, turnout is a bit light today, right? I mean, it's always a bit light for primaries, but yeah. it, it does seem it's even lighter than usual. Yeah, it, it does. I agree. Carol says uh, on the ceasefire text line, after what happened with the presidential election, people probably feel like what's the point of voting if they are going to cheat and be allowed to get away with it. And I was just need to point out, we need to point out that primaries are run by the parties, the respective parties. So if there's any sort of voting irregularities or... Anomalies, that's on the parties. I, so I, that's really honestly, I, I hear you, Carol, and, and um, perhaps that you weren't aware of that, and that's fine. A lot, a lot of people are. It's, in fact, if I'm not mistaken, Rhino, the parties determine their method, their process, right, within a state, I believe, to determine uh, the the elections flow there. I'm not sure if it's state law, and then the parties work within the law, the framework of the law. Yeah, I think it's down state to state. Okay. State sets the law within the state, and then the parties abide by the law of the state. Okay. Because you've got some states that um, just have a winner-take-all in a primary, don't have runoffs. I want to say Georgia's like that. You have some that have ranked-choice voting, and all that is in accordance with statute. But the, but the bottom line is the primaries are administered by the parties. So we have to rely on them to conduct 
fair elections, and and I think most folks do. So don't let that stand in your way, folks. I, I get it. There's a lot of frustration with the 2020 outcome and what appeared to be a number of irregularities reported, investigated, and so forth. But get out and vote. It, it, this is uh, important to cast your vote and let your voice be heard. This is your your opportunity to do that. We are, and we are grateful for that here in America. It's how our democracy works. Yeah, so all right, so a few people have, have uh, sent us, Paula Meridian, Thomas, some responses to my statement about the uh, comparison of the percentage that black folks consume, comprise, I should say, of our overall population and the percentage of crime committed. So let me point out, I said black males. Okay, so I, I understand 13% of the population, roughly, um, is is black Americans, but males comprise 6% total. The 55% statistic that I cited with respect to crimes committed is black males. So I'm comparing 6% of black males, 55% of crime committed. The overall population is a different figure. And honestly, I don't even know what that figure is in terms of total by race versus uh, uh, composition of population versus uh, by race commission of crime, which would include males and females. Of course, there are no more males and females, right? We've, we got away from that. It's whatever the hell you identify as. In fact, you may even know about this one. There's some big bike race in the U.K. You've seen this where there used to be categories for Males and females, now it's all one big, inclusive, happy race, which, of course, is just going to be three men on the podium at the end of the deal. How, how can that be inclusive? Where are the feminists? Exactly. Exactly. I mean, that's how bonkers this stuff's gone. Crazy. What about this event in Dallas over the weekend? Drag your kids to some pride events, pride, pride month. Uh, you seen this one? And so some people obliged, literally brought their kids to some pride. It's actually a drag event, drag show. At I want to say the name. I get this right. It there's a there's like a gay bar in North Dallas called. Mr. Mista, or something like that, M-I-S-T-E-R-M-I-S-T-A-A-H, I believe is the name of the um, uh, of the the club, if you will. And they conducted this drag event, and they invited parents to bring their children to expose them to drag, to drag shows. And so there are videos and tweets of it, and they're encouraging the children to go stuff money in the underwear of the drag performers. Kids! And they're... With a big neon sign on the wall that says it ain't going to lick itself. Oh, my gosh. And they're bringing kids into this. I mean, really? Why? Why do they got to do that? Why, I just don't get it. Why do they have to do that? Um, 
Yeah, drag your kids. I'm looking for it again. I I read it last night. Uh, I think it. I want to say it's Mister Mister. Yeah, Dallas Bar Mister. Oh, it's M I S S T E R Mister Period M I S S T E R. That's the name of the bar. And the event was entitled Drag the Kids to Pride Drag Show. It was Saturday from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. That's in the Oaklawn neighborhood in Dallas. And there's, there's video, there's photos. And, of course, there were folks outside that clashed, protesters that clashed with the parents who brought their kids inside and exposed them to that. I mean, why? What's the purpose of that? And look, I don't really care. Go have your drag shows. Go do whatever you're going to do. Can't you just let the kids be kids for a while before we have to expose them to all this stuff? They'll find out about it soon enough, and they'll make their minds up. And if you're raising them right with a good head, they'll they'll figure out whatever makes sense for them. Why you got to do that when they're little kids like this? And, of course, all the photos, because they're minors... They've pixelized out the faces of the children, but there are photos out there of them placing dollars, money, in the underwear of a drag queen. Oh, gosh. Yeah, Mr. M-I-S-S-T-E-R. It, uh, I guess for me, the question is, why do you got to poke it in everybody's eye? I don't care. It's like, well, don't they always growl, stay out of our bedroom? Okay, fine, fair enough, private. But why do you got to bring the bedroom to me? I don't want to be in your bedroom. Quit, quit bringing it to me. Quit sticking it in my face. I'm fine with it. Really, you're free. Do whatever you want. It's a free country. And, and you know, there are lots of self-respecting gay citizens who feel the same way about that. Probably more than there are that wear it on the shoulder, you know what I mean, and want to poke you in the eye all the time. They don't care. I had employees. I've talked about it before, and it just never came up. Just do your job. They did. Everybody was happy. But but bringing the bedroom to you? Well, then quit telling me to stay. I can't get out of your bedroom. You keep following me around with it. It's like you're carrying it on your back. Here's my bedroom. Seriously. Am I being... Like extreme there in that analysis? I don't feel like it. No, it seems like in the last decade or two, drag queens went from the weird outskirts of nightlife to every time you turn around, there's a new story featuring a drag queen. Right. Well, just like we talked about, the president was quick to proclaim Pride Month. That's fine. But at 8.45 on D-Day, he finally wakes up, or somebody, I don't know, on his behalf, sends out a, a message. It was an appropriate message. We read it. We recited it earlier. And, of course, presidents, they got pretty good writers working for them, right? They ought to have the best the country has available. And that's, that's great. But why 8.45 at night? When... How can you not see that, though? But at 9 a.m. in the morning, the first day of the month, hey, Pride Month. Why is that even, I mean, why? I don't get it. And that's 
I think I'm accurate in representing the sentiments of many Americans who see the same thing, where we put this climate change and all this woke stuff at the top of the heap of issues. Forget about that $5 gas. Forget about, oh, I don't know, the 4,800 people who lost their lives storming the beaches of Normandy that day so that we could be free. Forget about that. We'll get around to that later. It's the truth. We'll take a break right here on Middays. We'll come back with more. We're in the Element Well studio. Stay with us. A Complete Flag Source is proud to announce that Mississippi has a new state flag. We are taking orders now for all sizes of the newly designed State of Mississippi flag. Flags are in production, and soon you can be flying one at your home, school, or business. Place your order by emailing at sales at completeflags.com, calling our store at 601-362-9333, or finding us on the web at completeflags.com. Have you paid a visit to our store? A Complete Flag Source is located at 5295 I-55 North Jackson. Too far to visit? Give us a call at 601-362-9333 with your order or questions. Thank you for shopping local and supporting a Mississippi-owned business. The Mississippi Braves look to defend their league championship on the field in 2022. Indian Braves offer an affordable and safe outing for the entire family. See the future stars of the Atlanta Braves right here at Trustmark Park and enjoy daily promotions throughout the season. Single game tickets start as low as $5 and the Braves can tailor a ticket plan just for your schedule or a group outing from 20 to 500 people. For more information on promotions or to purchase tickets, call 888-BRAVES-4 or visit MississippiBraves.com. Lee Temple, customer, Clark's Construction. We had a complete bathroom renovation all the way from the tile floor to countertops and everything that goes with uh, with a bathroom. We checked with other folks to see how they had worked with Jerry, and we always got some uh, some good reviews. Never did get one that was uh, that was not good, and you know the trust issue was was not an issue with Jerry. So I'd say he's a five star for a construction company you can trust. Call Clark's Construction at 601-214-9463. I'm Michael Cassidy. Tuesday's Republican primary isn't just a choice between Congressman Guest and myself. It's your chance to say no to the January 6th commission that Guest voted for, to say no to the billion dollars that Guest gave Planned Parenthood, and to say no to Guest sending over $50 billion to Ukraine while Americans are suffering at home. Please vote for me, Michael Cassidy, and say yes to our conservative Mississippi values in Tuesday's Republican primary. I'm Michael Cassidy, candidate for Congress, and I approve this message. Paid for by Cassidy for At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Richard Cross, be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. And now, the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Now, now, on to the real part. Dino Mike! 
on Super Talk Mississippi. bumping us into this segment. So, I was mistaken. Secretary of State Michael Watson will join the program at 12.05, not 11.05, so we're good to go there. Just wanted to pass that on. Look forward to speaking with the Secretary about how things are going out there in primary land, because based on the texts we're receiving and my personal experience this morning, voter turnout's light, a little light. Several people on the text line have said that they were in the single digits yeah. for voters. Yeah. Although, in fairness, that was early this morning. Right. So you wonder, does that benefit incumbents, you think? Mm, not sure. I think it can be argued that lower voter turnout doesn't necessarily help the incumbents. Okay. Because lower voter turnout means that the general populace didn't have a whole lot of excitement for the election. And that's what incumbents really ride. They ride that wave of yeah. name recognition and just your everyday average Joe that's not all that plugged in. But, hey, I recognize that name. I'm going to vote for them. Yeah. And it could be you think maybe voters say, ah, it really doesn't matter. The incumbents got this deal. I don't need to vote. Right. Whereas you have probably more energetic, uh, a more energetic grouping from each individual challenging voting block yeah. from each individual challenger on the primary ticket, they've probably done a little bit more legwork than the incumbent. So you would think that with lower voter turnout, their voters would be the ones turning out. Yeah, that makes sense because they're, I guess, a little more energized and also probably a, a little more sensitive to the need for them to show up right. to overcome uh, an incumbent's uh, kind of expected um, yeah, because I mean, in any in any election, if you are in the challenger's corner, if you plan to vote for a challenger, then yeah. you have already made a decision that your vote matters, that your vote will be counted. And I don't think the same can be said for a, a wide swath of people that plan to vote for the incumbent. That makes sense. Totally makes sense. All right, so uh, somebody just sent us uh, a photo. Where where is it here? Rhino, of the price of gas, nine bucks at a BP station. Oak Park, Illinois, nine seventy four a gallon. There you go. Yeah, Jerry in Waynesboro. Right. Illinois getting closer. There is there are already reports that stations in uh, some states are busy recalibrating their systems to accommodate ten dollar a gallon gasoline. This morning, Goldman Sachs is predicting oil will surge to 140 a barrel this summer with a fall in Russia supply being part of the total global supply of oil. Said consumers will feel as though the prices have surged to 160 in part because refinery bottlenecks mean gas prices are surging. It's about $119 a barrel today, presently, is where it stands. So, 
you got to feel like that where where as today at 491 the average price per gallon for regular we're knocking on the door within a week will be north of 5 that's nationwide i don't think it's that quite that high on average here in mississippi though it's what 460 470 on average is that what you're seeing for the lowest gray i've seen regular. a pretty wide range in the last few days anything from 417 hmm. up to 453 okay that is a big range. I'm fairly certain if I go back today, the 417s won't still be at 417. Okay, gotcha. They're probably just now getting rid of what they bought for that price. I think that's right. And it going up um, daily. Uh, so, in fact, I looked it up. The, every week it has gone up and not down since April 18th. There's been an increase every week, no decrease. So, and the other thing that analysts are suggesting will contribute to the high price of oil is that China is starting to get back to normal, opening up Shanghai. You know, they shut everything down to um, pursue their zero COVID policy. And boy, how did they go overboard with that? Nuts. And I saw a video where they ruined an entire bank of servers because they sent in somebody to do cleanup. After yeah. a COVID positive infection status, yeah, they had a big fire hose that they were using <laughs> to clean the building, and they were spraying it in the back of the servers <laughs> while the fans are still going. So there's obviously power still running to them because you can see the water spraying back out of them. Oh Pretty sure that's God. not good for the electronics in those servers. <laughs> well, that's on top of them testing crawfish and fish at the market, and yeah. Well, where do they get the idea that? water well would somehow kill the coronavirus germs it's what happens when you have a communist government and central planning but a whole bunch of Ah. people that don't really know what to do except to follow orders yeah you're totally right so if you get the the information coming down from the head honcho of your region saying go clean out this building well they didn't tell you how they just said clean it out (laughs) yeah go hose it down some right yeah Pay no attention to that electronic equipment. Oh, gosh. So, anyhow, that is what is also driving the price. Futures, of course. It's all based on trading. It's all based on futures in the the oil commodities market. And China getting back to work, bringing everybody back into the factories and the shops and so forth. Of course, that would increase demand, put more pressure on supply. Thus, we've got the futures trading higher. And Goldman Sachs cites that as a, a factor as well. So another interesting story in the the world of trade and travel. Yeah. There is a growing crisis in Africa as far as food shortages, especially grain shortages. And Russia has taken their spoils of war by stealing grain from the Ukrainians, and they're now shipping it to Africa, putting those African nations in a quandary of, well, we got hungry people that need grain, but this grain is from a war-torn country, and it's been stolen. Oh, my gosh. How bizarre is that? Wow. The... uh on the coronavirus front, by the way, transport, 
Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg announced that he tested positive. That was yesterday. He says he is experiencing a very mild symptoms. And, of course, this is fairly consistent with a large number of the population who continue to contract the virus but have minimal symptoms. And I think, uh, in fact, uh, our friend Jeff Smith sent us a text earlier today that uh, we had, let's see, new COVID numbers in Mississippi, 669 and six deaths. First time we've had over 600 new cases in one day in several weeks. But I've not seen any indication that the hospitals are overwhelmed with cases. And that that really should be the focal point in terms of the metrics. And does it even make sense anymore to report? Hey, Pete Buttigieg, member of the cabinet, has got he's sick. Okay, he's got mild symptoms and he's sick, but it's coronavirus. It, it seems to me like that that sort of has diminished meaning now. It was a big deal at one point uh, because in the early days, it seems like most people that got it well, yeah, because the earlier strains sick. going around were deadlier. Yeah, and a lot of folks didn't end up in the hospital, ended up dead, and or had prolonged disease, but. Okay, you got you're sick and you got mild symptoms. Thank you. Don't need to hear about that anymore. Wasn't too long ago, Kamala, right? We reported that two, three weeks ago. Nothing ever came of that. So yesterday, you recall, we shared some really good news about this clinical trial of this this uh, cancer fighting drug that fights colorectal cancer. And 18 in the trial, a total of 30 will participate in the trial, but all 18 went into remission and are cancer-free, and some as long as two years later. Well, that actually was on the front page of the New York Post today, that story. So it, this is getting uh, a lot of attention. But in Saudi Arabia, they plan to spend $1 billion a year discovering treatments to slow the aging process. Saudi Arabia. One billion a year. It ain't like they're hurting for money to spend on whatever they want to. But somehow that seems like it's not going to be enough. I would agree with you. It kind of just plays around the edges, doesn't it? Yeah. Something that's that complicated and that deep and wide. Yeah. We'll see, though. I thought that was interesting. That literally was just reported this morning uh, by MIT. Well, they got to do something to look better. <laughs> yeah, very true. We'll take a break right here on Middays. Don't forget, coming up at 12.05, Michael Watson. Stay with us. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 95. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 72. Your Wednesday, sunny skies, high near 95. Wednesday evening, mostly clear, low around 73. And for your Thursday, a 20% chance of showers, sunny skies, high near 95. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply experts since 1871. 
When you choose Roto-Rooter, you'll get honest estimates and no hassle guarantees so you can get it fixed quickly and enjoy peace of mind. We're there for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, day and night, holidays, and weekends. We've been providing service to Mississippi for over 80 years. Call the original Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. Mention this ad to receive $25 off any service. Have you noticed that hardware is getting harder to find? At Ace Bolt and Screw, they have the hardware you need. Tools, millions of fasteners, and even vendor-managed inventory. And Ace Bolt and Screw has a friendly team of people that can not only help you find the hardware you need, they can give you solid advice about your project. Contractors, major industrial operations, and even do-it-yourselfers have trusted Ace Bolt and Screw for over 50 years. Julianne Street, just off Gallatin and Jackson, right off 555 in Gluckstadt, and coming soon to Highway 49 in Richmond. This is Michael Cassidy. I've spent my career as a fighter pilot in the Navy, and now I'm running for Congress in the Republican primary here in Mississippi's 3rd District. Our district represents the best of America. We're pro-life, pro-American, and pro-Trump. But Congressman Guest has not upheld these principles. Congressman Guest voted to give $1.1 billion of your taxpayer dollars to Planned Parenthood, the nation's largest abortion provider. He's voted to bring in an unlimited number of foreign workers that take our jobs and suppress our wages. And he was one of the few Republicans to join Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats in voting for the January 6th Commission. Unlike guests, I oppose sending even one penny of your money to Planned Parenthood. I support securing our border, limiting foreign worker visas, a moratorium on legal immigration, and banning foreign ownership of U.S. land. I'll fight to fix our country's broken election system and get President Trump back in the White House in 2024. I'm Michael Cassidy, a pro-Trump, America first Republican running for Congress, and I approve this message. Paid for by Michael Cassidy for Congress. How can R.J. Young help you? With digital communications, managed IT services, business process outsourcing, and office equipment and technology, R.J. Young is your source for the technology solutions that power your business. For more information and a quick demo of the modern office and how it's increasing efficiency and bottom lines of businesses across the country, visit us at themodernoffice.com. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. All train crossings in downtown Brookhaven are closed until further notice, with the exception of Dale Trail and Industrial Park Road. Portions of a freight train went off the tracks after a collision with a vehicle just after 8 this morning, and portions of the track actually came apart. They've had to stop the train to assess the damage. Mississippi is no longer at the bottom when it comes to education. January of 12, our uh, our graduation rates had fallen to 72.5%. The national average at that time was 84.5%. We were 12 points below the national average. Last year, the national average had risen to about 87%. Mississippi's was at 88.5%, up 16 percentage points over a 10-year period. Governor Tate Reeves is proud of those successes. We ought to celebrate that, we, uh, that we've gone from 50th to 33rd, 34th, 35th, but that's not good enough. we got to keep pushing Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Here's your invitation to join us every Friday at 520 for Food Fridays presented by Polk's. In the South, warm weather means more time with family and friends. Whether you're headed to the ballpark, the beach, or just the backyard, be sure you're packing Polk's meat products. Grab a package of original garlic and green onion, or my favorite, the Cajun smoked sausage. When Polk's is on the menu, you're always a winner. Wherever you are, whoever you're with this spring and summer, remember, picky people pick Polk's. 
Twilight Concerts at Renaissance are back. Ratchet Entertainment presents Twilight Concert Series at Renaissance. Saturday, July 9th. With J.J. Gray and Mo Fro. Todd and the Monsters. Plus Jay and the Causeways. Tickets are on sale now at TwilightMS.com. That's TwilightMS.com. Brought to you in part by Southern Beverage, Renaissance, Ridgeland First, and Watkins Construction. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group. Hit a grand slam this afternoon. Listen to Sports Talk Mississippi. The hottest sports show in the state. The action kicks off this afternoon at 3 on Super Talk Mississippi. The Super Talk app and at supertalk.fm. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi, where the news comes first. With live updates from Super Talk Mississippi News and Fox News every hour. Available on the Super Talk app and at supertalk.fm. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. It is on. On Super Talk Mississippi. everyone, a little freebird by Leonard Skinnard. Middays back with you in the Element Well Studios. On the C Spire text line, after four and a half hours, my voting precinct in Lamar County has 74 votes. In the 2020 election, I waited a long time to get a chance to vote. Yeah, it certainly seems like that voter turnout is like today, but we'll... We'll wait for uh, Secretary of State Michael Watson to give us an update. I'm sure he's in communication with uh, the various uh, voting authorities across the state, and he'll have some information to share with us about that. Hmm. We will see. Uh, Paula Meridian says, you don't even have to wear a mask to go to the hospital anymore. However, I think it's Alameda County. Oh, yeah. Just reinstated. Mask indoor mandates, masking. Indoor mask mandates. But even the New York Times, you saw, had an article where they said, you know, we think masks work, but interestingly enough, mask mandates haven't. How about that? What clued you in there? Geniuses? Unbelievable. Not just totally unbelievable. I just saw this. It came across from the uh, Environmental Science and Technology Okay. A peer-reviewed journal. Yep. They've done a study of over 189 different scenarios involving the adoption of plug-in electric vehicles and hybrids by the U.S. populace. Okay. They've concluded that plug-ins and hybrids would make up no more than 42% of all U.S. passenger vehicles by 2050 and would reduce overall emissions by a slim margin. It uh, truly is crazy. 
Uh, look, the greatest value out of uh, owning an electric vehicle is not having to buy gas, honestly. It's an economic benefit more than it is a, a climate change benefit. I think that's well established. Now, we all know that between now and 2050, we've discussed this many times on the program, a whole lot of technological innovation and change is going to happen on this planet, including in the area of electric vehicles. But you would think a scientific journal, a peer-reviewed journal, looking at 180-plus scenarios would include some of that. Some of that growth, some of that innovation. Well, in their perhaps, but without without just not even being a twinkle in the eye at this point, I'm not sure that they could account for that legitimately. I mean, I don't know. They may what their standards are and that sort of stuff. What bugs me is, okay, you have that. Why don't the greenies? Why won't they have that conversation? Why won't they? consume that information and address it because it doesn't 100 percent work with their preconceived notions yeah and i know there are all sorts of theories about what those are beyond just we want to save the climate save the planet by uh, getting a grip on climate change there's all sorts of suggestions of it's just about control and force and it, it does certainly seem that they are fairly wed to that concept of control and force. And I believe that that is as prevalent in all this diversity and inclusion stuff as it is anywhere. No question about it. That's I call it force diversity, which really doesn't accomplish anything. You're forcing. And the amount of money being spent on that and climate change as well, just as a concept and to adopt inside in the governance of companies and in the administration of public sector entities is insane, especially in an environment where we're wrestling with record inflation and today at least $5 gas. You know what I... I'm afraid is going to be the case. In about a month, we're going to look back on this day where I talked about $5 gas and say, and we're going to say, what the heck were you talking about? It's $6 now. That's the concern. And I'm starting to wonder, are folks, this has got to be crimping their style, right, of what they can spend their money on because you're having to output a lot more of your disposable income on just plain old energy. And in some cases, you can't reduce your driving to a point where you you truly can decrease your gas bill. You just got to do it for work, et cetera, and you're just your normal life's routine. But it's got we got to be getting to a point where that's a necessity. That that's starting to cut into the amount of disposable income you have to spend on other things that companies rely on to produce their revenue and profit. Saw an article where Target shares are down today. They came out and said, gosh, we got too much inventory now. That's just yesterday, it seems like. We were talking about supply chain constraints and empty shelves in the stores. Target now says, we've loaded up too much. 
What an abrupt change in tone that is. We got too much inventory. I found that rather shocking to learn about that. But uh, that's absolutely true. That's official guidance uh, from the company. Mm. This week, by the way, a couple of things happening up in the House of Representatives in Washington. The January 6th situation, that commission. And also, there is an expectation that some sort of gun legislation is going to pass the House this week. That primarily consists of universal background checks and increasing the age at which one can purchase a long rifle. And uh, those are the two major provisions that I can recall at this point that are included in that, um, that, that have a chance of truly passing. Whether or not that gets through the Senate remains to be seen. Uh, lots of issues there and lots of challenges there with uh, support for that. But nonetheless, uh, also safe storage laws, personal liability, if you don't safely store in accordance with whatever the standards the federal government would promulgate would be in your home. We're talking about your private, your place of uh, uh, where you live, in your private residence. And then there's the the, the one that really bothers me is uh, repeal immunity that protects gun manufacturers and holding them responsible anytime someone uses a weapon to harm others. Let's go sue the gun maker for that. As if the gun just shot up other people on its own accord, on its own power, which is insane. I think that is an incredibly dangerous Pandora's box that could be opened up. The one I do agree with. Like suing Ford and Jack Daniels because of a drunk driver. Exactly. It's, gosh, the precedent is so dangerous. Addressing the mental health crisis? Sure, I'm, I'm fine with that. Now, we often point to Florida as an incredibly free state and one that is sought after because of its its um, tendencies towards freedom and, and an environment of policy that protects freedom, engenders freedom. Governor Ron DeSantis, many think, is a candidate for president in 2024, and Lord knows he's been, gosh, in the headlines almost every day with with uh, policy that he's pushing that has been enacted. But, you know, in 2018, after the uh, Parkland shooting, they actually enacted some legislation to address gun violence, including increasing the age at which someone can purchase a long rifle, long gun, and also enacted some degree of so-called red flag laws. And guns have been confiscated. And there are law enforcement officers that said they're convinced that doing so has prevented use of guns to harm others. So Florida, believe it or not, is being looked at, even by the Congress and other states, as a template, as a model, as a model for gun legislation. But does this sort of tarnish Governor DeSantis, who's a uh, conservative rock star 
across the country. Just something to throw out there to make you aware of. Anyhow, we'll take a break right here. we got another, another segment in this hour, and then Secretary of State Michael Watson calls in to give us an update on primary day. Get out and vote, folks. We're in the Element Well studio. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. It was just a good experience in in itself to how they did it and how loving and compassionate they are. I was just so excited because it was exactly what he tells you. I cried. (laughs) I really cried. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. L.S. Tractor understands your passion for the land. And just like you, L.S. Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. L.S. Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the L.S. commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the L.S. Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the L.S. difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. I'm Lauren McGraw with Gotta Go. I'm here to help you with anywhere you might need a bathroom. Because when you gotta go, you gotta go. Please call us at 601-879-3969 or look us up, gottagorentals.com. I'm Michael Cassidy. Tuesday's Republican primary isn't just a choice between Congressman Guest and myself. It's your chance to say no to the January 6th commission that Guest voted for, to say no to the billion dollars that Guest gave Planned Parenthood, and to say no to Guest sending over $50 billion to Ukraine while Americans are suffering at home. Please vote for me, Michael Cassidy, and say yes to our conservative Mississippi values in Tuesday's Republican primary. I'm Michael Cassidy, candidate for Congress, and I approve this message. Paid for by Cassidy for Congress. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The wings, the chicken tenders and bites, fried or grilled, and the best specialty pizzas in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. 769-208-8283. This is a midday agri-market report. Cattle producers would bear most of the cost of a voluntary national contact trace system. One study estimates the cow-calf segment of the beef industry would pay more than 84% of the total cost required to adopt a nationwide beef traceability system. Using the 2018 data, the researchers reported in 2020 that assuming no changes in domestic or international demand for U.S. beef, a national animal identification and traceability program would raise costs significantly for producers at the wholesale, slaughter, and feeder levels and lead to losses over 10 years. To offset the projected losses, 17.7% increase in the international demand for U.S. beef and a 1.9% increase in domestic demand would be required to offset those projected losses for a national traceability program. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk, Mississippi Agri-News Network. What is Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation's Child Saver Program? Well, sadly, car accidents are the leading cause of death for children under five. Mississippi law requires children under the age of four to be protected by child passenger restraint devices and children under the age of seven in a booster seat. With the Child Saver Program, Farm Bureau provides members the chance to order car and booster seats at a discount. Because when Mississippi thrives, we all thrive. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org. 
Cotton isn't a crop, it's a calling. That's why you battle resistant weeds with guts and determination. BASF helps you win with the most effective in-season weed control program on the market. The powerhouse trio of Ingenia, Liberty, and Outlook are best-in-class post-herbicides, each with a different mode of action, so weeds don't stand a chance. Protect your calling at CottonWeedControl.com. Ingenia, Liberty, and Outlook herbicides, made for this. Ingenia herbicide is a U.S. EPA-restricted-use pesticide. Always read and follow label directions. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. You know what that means. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. We'll do it live. On Super Talk Mississippi. Back to middays on Super Top Mississippi. So, Rhino, did you have a report this morning that we uh, before we came on the air about a train derailment? Yeah, there was a train derailment in Brookhaven where uh, the train got off the tracks. I've seen one report that it was due to a train and vehicle collision, but I wasn't able to confirm that. But, yes, there was a train derailment in Brookhaven that has damaged the railway and the crossings for the majority of Brookhaven, especially downtown. Okay. So, basically, if the road goes over the railroad tracks, you're probably not going to be able to use that road today because it's going to take all day to get it squared away, fixed, and cleaned up. I wonder how that might impact those going to the polls. Could be a snafu. Yeah. Got to ask Secretary of State Watson about that. So the uh, there's a question about the red flag laws that were enacted in Florida. Not surprised that Thomas and Greenwood, of course. Do you have some nuclear bombs, Thomas? Just curious. It, I mean, you're for that, right? That citizens should be able to possess nuclear bombs in ICBMs so that they could travel the globe to blow up other countries. Um, so there's questions about whether or not the red flag laws passed in Florida or meet the uh, past muster with respect to the Fourth Amendment of the Constitution. And most legal scholars say, yeah, that in fact what Florida is doing uh, does meet the standards. And I believe since it's four years later, if that were not the case, we'd already would have seen a challenge to Florida's law that the court would have heard. That hasn't been the case. And I think that's because that it is widely believed that there is no case. So whether you agree with it or not, it's Florida passed it. And it's the Pinellas County Sheriff, Gutierrez. He has a special unit dedicated to processing what they call risk protection order request for the sheriff's office and also um, city municipal police departments had about 1,100 petitions for the orders, the second highest number in the state in Pinellas County. And uh, 
He says some of these people that we have been successful in removing firearms from are scary people, are people that were in some cases hell-bent on that pathway to violence, and they would have acted. The orders allow authorities to, quote, intervene at the earliest possible time to prevent something from becoming actionable. Interesting. So anyhow, the, the, the Florida law is being held as perhaps a standard for similar laws in other states and maybe even uh, at the federal level. It allows authorities to take guns from people found to pose a, quote, significant danger, that's in the law itself, to themselves or others. And, of course, it's, it's drawn some pushback, understandably. But a lot of supporters say the law used thousands of times since the Republican legislature approved it in 2018. They say it saved an untold number of lives. There's no question that it has prevented harm, no doubt in my mind, says the Pinellas County Sheriff, Bob Gultieri. Hmm. So... We'll see what happens, you know, up on the hill, whether or not anything comes out of the House and what happens when it gets over to the Senate. It's interesting uh, to see that. I I wasn't aware, honestly, until I came across, I think, an article in Politico talking about the action being taken up this week in the House that they are, in fact, using. Kind of hard to believe, isn't it, that the Democrat-controlled House is using this law passed in Florida, where the governor is thought to be a candidate for president, and good grief, the Democrats have blasted the governor and the state of Florida on a regular basis, most recently on the bill that prohibits the teaching of uh, gender identity and sexual orientation. I may have those backwards. I get them confused sometimes. They, They intersect, right? Um, in the classroom to K through third graders, I just went all over that. Right, that's been a high profile item of discussion. But it's I just find it a bit ironic that they're using their law as a possible template at the federal level. Really interesting. Kevin from Baldwin, why do you keep saying long guns? It's not all long guns. It's assault rifle. No, because the law specifically applies to, quote, long guns. I'm citing what are in these bills and the law in Florida, Kevin. Simple as that. You're trying to mislead people on what an assault rifle is, to be honest, because most Democrats don't understand what it is anyhow, right? Like the 9mm gun that Biden grossly inaccurately described what uh, a, such a projectile would do to a human lung, I believe. We'll take a break. Secretary of State Michael Watson's next. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. Online at baroniestreepros.com. I'm Chris Foster. President Biden's meeting with one of the senators trying to work out bipartisan gun legislation, Connecticut Democrat Chris Murphy. Top Senate Democrat Chuck Schumer. We know we're not going to get everything we want. We know that the push for even more meaningful gun safety will continue after this debate. 
but making real progress is very important. It's unclear what can pass with the 60 votes needed in the Senate. Goodyear's recalling some of its tires made between 1996 and 2003. Goodyear has agreed to recall more than 170,000 G159 RV tires that lawsuits and safety advocates say were designed for delivery trucks and not RVs at highway speeds. Tires that investigators say have killed or injured 95 people since 1998. Fox's Jeff Manasso. Goodyear denies there's a safety problem and says there are few, if any, of these tires still left on the road. America's listening to Fox News. As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. Due to a national blood shortage, Mississippi Blood Services is in critical need of donations to refill our supply. Please help Mississippi Blood Services recover their supply of much-needed blood. Visit msblood.com or call 601-368-2673 to find a location near you to donate blood today. That's msblood.com. msblood.com. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. According to a new report from the state auditor's office, Mississippi can save not only lives, but a whole lot of money by further funding law enforcement. In the report, research shows that each homicide in Mississippi costs taxpayers between $900,000 and $1.2 million. Those costs include crime scene response and cleanup, medical treatment, compensation for the victim, and more. As of now, the annual salary for a Mississippi police officer is the lowest in the nation at around $36,000. Mississippi also has one of the highest murder rates in the country. State Auditor Shad White says there's a direct connection with the lack of funding for law enforcement. Police in Lowndes County are searching for suspects after an assault rifle, 500 rounds of ammunition, a handgun, and two bulletproof vests were stolen from a Columbus police vehicle. A city-owned vehicle was parked at the officer's home at the time of the break-in. I think the teacher's asleep. Looks like he's dreaming. Man, I can't wait to hang up my team mascot. I think he's having a nightmare. No, this is just part of his lesson plan. He's trying to show us that calling Mississippi 811 before you dig is so easy, you can do it with your eyes closed. Call 811 two days before you dig, and let's have zero damages, zero injuries. Your business may not be a Fortune 500 company yet. You've worked hard to grow your business to where it is today, but are the manual processes that worked when you were smaller now eating into your man hours? As an iSolve network provider, MWG Employer Services can help you save time and money by streamlining the processes of administration of your HR, payroll, time, and benefits, as well as training your personnel to efficiently manage your human capital through one platform. Want to find out more? Visit MWGEmployerServices.com. 
Three suspects are being charged in connection with a drive-by shooting in Gulfport. 19-year-old Dejani Wright is charged with two counts of drive-by shooting. 20-year-old Raymond Dirks is being charged with accessory after the fact. And 18-year-old Malaysia Curry was arrested for tampering with evidence. Wright and Dirks allegedly had a previous altercation with the victim and shot at them as they exited their vehicle to pump gas Monday. The victim is listed in stable condition. That was the call last night as the Southern Miss Golden Eagles defeated LSU 8-7 to to advance to their second-ever Super Regional in history. Based on seeding, USM will be a host team in the next round, hosting the Ole Miss Rebels, who rolled through its regional after defeating Arizona 22-6. The Hattiesburg Super Regional will begin Friday with the winner advancing to the College World Series in Omaha, Nebraska. Prime Shrimp is a proud sponsor of Tasty Tuesday on Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Go to PrimeShrimp.com to get pre-seasoned, easy-to-cook shrimp delivered straight to your door. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Don't miss the college football fix driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers every day at 5. Speaking of Ford, it's Ford Truck Month. Now is the time to get a great deal on the only trucks built Ford Tough. Work or play, get after it in a new Ford F-150 or Super Duty truck. Get behind the wheel in a new Ford Maverick pickup and get after any adventure with deals on Ford Ranger. Take advantage of our best offers on the full Ford lineup of Ford trucks. These deals won't last long. Get to Ford Truck Month at your local Mississippi Ford dealer. Join Mississippi's handyman, Buddy Slowick, every Saturday from 10 till noon as he broadcasts live from the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation studio. Whether you're looking to learn a trade or expand your skills, contact MCEF today. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 till 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Welcome to the show that challenges you to think deeply deeply. and look beyond political posturing. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone, to Midday Super Talk Mississippi, rocking into Hour 3 of the program from the Element Well Studios on this primary day, and thus it is very fitting that we have on the program the Secretary of State of Mississippi, Michael Watson. Mr. Secretary, how's it going? Man, we are well, Gerard. Uh, on the road today, starting at Starkville this morning, down to Louisville, Nanawoya, Meridian, and traveling, going to precincts, uh, you know, not just talking about election integrity, but being an active participant in it, being in, uh, in light, you know, of, of Mississippians so they can see us out in the precincts, yeah. watching, making sure the law is being followed. So good day so far. Yeah. So we've been talking a lot this morning on the program, Mr. Secretary, about what appears to be fairly light voter turnout. Is it kind of in line with your expectations? A little below, a little above? What, what do you think? 
I think they're always below my expectations. I want as many Mississippians out. Uh, we were looking at the absentee numbers earlier, and it's less than half of what it was two years ago. So, yeah. you know, these are hard. In June, primaries, folks are out with their families on vacation, just getting out of school, which is one of the reasons we try to drive up, uh, you know, the information that we put out on social media. Make your plans to go vote just in case you're out of town. So uh, hopefully the, the numbers will continue to increase today. A beautiful day to vote across yeah. Mississippi. Yeah. All right. So, and just to remind our audience, Mr. Secretary, a an absentee mail-in ballot. When does it have to be postmarked by? Today. Today, the last has to be postmarked by today and received within five business days. Uh, so make sure, again, if you've requested one, you have that ballot. Get it in the mail today. Make sure it's postmarked. Uh, if you're going to vote today, take your ID and, and take your informed mind. You know that's very yeah. important. That folks take the time to research the candidates and make decisions that are going to impact our state in a positive light moving forward in the future. So uh, earlier, I explained this and just want to confirm it with you uh, that, that some folks are saying, "Well, I, I've kind of lost confidence in the integrity of our elections in light of uh, the 2020 election, where there were so many anomalies reported, investigated." None that I'm aware of, first of all, in the state of Mississippi. And secondly, primaries are actually administered by the parties. Is that correct? That's right. And many of them hire the elections commissioners uh, yeah. to, to run those parties, uh, primaries for them. That said, uh, election fraud is real. You know, it happens. We had some scattered events last uh, last election. But most importantly, people need to understand that that's the rare. But it does happen. And yeah. Too many times, I think, Gerard, we focus on this national level and forget about, you know what, at the local level, one or two votes can make a difference. So we've got to right. make sure we've got a trained eye to look for that. That's one of the reasons we're in the polls and the precincts today. We've got about 20 folks out across the state going to precincts all around Mississippi yeah. uh, to make sure we're watching and make sure the laws are followed. But, again, we've got a great system in Mississippi. I have very much confidence in the system that we have here. It's a bottom-up uh, system in Mississippi. The, the, the counties. Um, do most of the hard work, and, and being decentralized is another thing people need to remember. They hear these federal uh, nightmares, uh, but different states have different approaches to running elections, and Mississippi is very decentralized, so we have a safer system in my mind, uh, and, and it matters. People need to get out and vote today. Yeah. All right, and what time do the polls close in Mississippi today? That's right. They close at 7 o'clock. If you are in line by 7 o'clock, you will be allowed to vote. Uh, and, 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 Gerard, look, another thing to remind folks, if you see something that just doesn't seem right, yeah. call us. Uh, yeah. Let us inform you. Call your circuit clerk, call commissioners. That's a very key part, uh, making sure the communication is open. Yeah, a- excellent point. Good point. I mean, because we we'd want them done right, and I know you feel the same way, and, and your team, your staff, and the circuit clerks across the state as well. Uh, but you're right. Sometimes stuff happens. If it looks a little out of line, no harm in reporting that to just at least take a look. That's exactly right. Look, there's never a perfect election. But just like we talk about holding your elected officials accountable, be it a local level, state level, the more folks we have involved with elections, paying attention, watching what's going on, the better results you get, the cleaner elections you have. So yeah. it's incumbent upon all of us to play a role in that. Yeah. Absolutely. So, uh, and of course, it's it's midterms, and we should also point out: are, are there any any counties, municipalities, any jurisdictions, Mister Secretary, that have anything but the midterm primaries on their ballot today? So the uh, the levy commission board uh, in the Delta, there's four or five counties in that. You can go to okay. ms to find that information on our website. But that's the only one that I can think of. It's a general election. 
uh, on the ballot today. So that's the general. Obviously, the primaries okay. for the congressional. And then if there is a runoff, people need to be aware. It'll happen three weeks from today. Uh, so if there is a runoff in any of the congressional districts, I know the, the fourth has a, a lot of traffic down yep. there. So yep. may have a runoff there. But people need to be aware. In three weeks, again, research the candidates, go out and cast an informed decision and an informed vote. Yeah. All right. And then the general elections coming up across the country in November. What's the date there? That's right. Uh, I, I don't have the date off the top of my head. I'll, I'll give it on that one. But I believe that's that sounds right, but I don't want to miss that one up. Yeah. So uh, I'll be back and, and talking to you about that one again. Okay. We'll focus sure. today on, on, on June 7th. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So the, And then runoffs, should we need those three weeks from today exactly? Three weeks right? from today. That's okay. exactly right, on the 28th. So okay. you ready. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I guess the good news is, since we do have a light voter turnout, is you're not standing outside like you were in 2020. Uh, of course, that was in November. We had lines all over the place. We want people to get out and vote. Don't misunderstand me there. But uh, if you're worried about that, don't be. Get on down to your, your uh, precinct and cast your ballot. That's exactly right. But one of the things I love to point out there, Gerard, yeah. we, we did have some lines around the state, but the, the important thing is people always talk about how Mississippi is just so restrictive and, uh, you know, we, we suppress the vote here. We had record number turnout in 2020 yeah. with the lines, with COVID, you name it, in our face, and we still had record numbers. So it's as easy as they were to vote in Mississippi, and I'm really proud of that turnout. Yeah. So here's a question for you that just occurred to me. We we see objections consistently from the left that voter ID, photo ID, suppresses the vote, literally prevents people from exercising uh, their right, their privilege to cast a ballot. Have you ever received in your office any reports from would-be voters that say, I'd like to vote, but I just don't have an ID, and in Mississippi we require that? I've not heard one single complaint in, in my office that I am aware of. And, and on the contrary, I think we've issued somewhere around 10,000 free pieces of ID now for people okay. to vote in Mississippi. And that may be an ID they never had before. Yeah. So you know, yeah. now they have one, they can go vote. And, and at the beginning, remember this now, we gave rights to the circuit clerk's office. So if you need to get to the clerk's office, uh, you know, you can get there and, and they will give you a free ID. They will print your ID out there and wow. present that to you. Take your picture uh, and, and everything will be right there at the tip of your fingers. Yeah, so that's a great point. So, and, and we need to, I think, reiterate that. So in here in the state of Mississippi, when we hear all these objections as, well, I, I can't get an ID, I, you know, I just don't have whatever means I need to uh, achieve one to obtain one. I can't, I don't have any transportations to get to where, I, you're telling me all that's handled by the state of Mississippi. <laughs> you know, at the at the initial point, that was a, one of the very most important parts. You know, if folks say they can't get an ID, well, not only can we give you one at the Circuit Clerk's Office, we're going to provide some rides for you. Unbelievable. Uh, now, now, I'm not sure who all is still doing the ride piece there, but uh, look, you, you call me. If you can't get one, I'll find a way to get you one. <laughs> I hear you. November 8th, by the way, is uh, is the date of the general elections. And I, I, I perfectly uh, understand that you're focused on today. That's the job <laughs> at hand. That, that We'll get ready for that. And then the runoff, if, if uh, we need that. Uh, would come up in uh, three weeks. And so right. we only have two, maybe three races where we have more than two candidates, I believe, on both the Democrat and Republican side. 
that's right. And most of the attention, obviously, has been on the third and fourth districts. Yeah. That's where most of the money has been spent. So you'll see a lot of traffic in those districts. Uh, but, look, every one of them are just as important as the other. Uh, and on the hills, and I mentioned it this morning with Paul, on the hills of D-Day, on the hills of Memorial Day, uh, what better way to honor our men and women who went and fought for us for this right, uh, for freedom, uh, to get out and have your voice heard and uh, just excited about the great weather. I hope folks will get out to the polls today. Absolutely. All right, final question for you because we're running out of time. This train derailment down in Brookhaven, I think, in downtown Brookhaven, are, are you aware of that? And if so, how might that impact voters' ability to get to their polls, and what do we do about that? I am not. Uh, we just got off our call with the office uh, probably about an hour ago for the updates, but I will, I will check on okay. that. Uh, man, maybe I'll send a helicopter down. I'll get, I'll get both to the polls somehow. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not sure how long it's going to take to get that squared away and clear the tracks there to allow the traffic to flow again. But it, it just, as soon as uh, we found out about that at the studio this morning, that just occurred to me. Man, that's it's primary day, and I uh, hope that doesn't interfere with folks getting to their polling place. So that's right. Look, it'd be great. I know you'll check that out in Lincoln County there, see what's going on. I will let you know, and you're right. I got the update as well on November 8th. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. uh, great, great point to make. Never too early to plan. Absolutely. Mr. Secretary, thanks so much, and thanks for being out and about in the state today and, and ensuring the integrity of our elections. You and your team really appreciate it. Thanks for joining us on Middays. You got it always, my friend. Have a great one. Secretary of State Michael Watson has been our guest here on this primary day in Mississippi. We'll step aside for a break right here and come back with more in the Element Wealth Studios. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 95. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 72. Your Wednesday, sunny skies, high near 95. Wednesday evening, mostly clear, low around 73. And for your Thursday, a 20% chance of showers, sunny skies, high near 95. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. Hello, I'm Colonel Randy Ginn, Director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol. In 2021, MHP investigated 1,480 crashes involving commercial motor vehicles on Mississippi roadways. Many of those crashes could have been avoided. The MHP Motor Carrier Safety Division is partnering with big rig truckers to conduct safety checks across our state through the Troopers and Truckers Safety Initiative. The Department of Public Safety and the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration are working together with one common goal, to keep our highways safe for everyone. Thank you and drive safe. This is Joe Rooks. Create your own Skag Zero Turn More Package and save big at Revel Ace Hardware and Revel Outdoor Power. Pick your Skag more, pick your trailer for as low as $97 a month. And for just $10 a month more, you can add a steel, trimmer, blower, and chainsaw, plus 0% interest. Skag is rated the number one brand in America among independent dealers. And Revel Outdoor Power is Mississippi's largest Skag dealer. Learn more at RevelOutdoor.com and Facebook. Revel and Skag, brands you can trust. This hour of Middays with Gerard Gibbert is sponsored by Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland. For personalized in-office treatment for urinary incontinence, erectile dysfunction, and neuropathy, they help you get your life back. 
the best made-to-order lunch is right around the corner at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you can tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops, or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size and installed, picture frame glass, tables, desktops, insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass. They'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at VenableGlass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. 601-605-4443. Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Okay, is everybody ready? I'm ready. Ready here. Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. And roll there in the Element Well Studios on uh, midday. Uh, middays. Let's see. Uh, somebody just said we have a bridge over the tracks we can use. Just taking the long way around. Okay, down in Brookhaven. Appreciate that update on the C Spire text line. But as we've discussed, the long way around may be uh, just enough to put somebody off from wanting to go cast their vote. Yeah, it could be, but. I'll be uh, curious to see what the secretary finds out. I'm glad we were able to share that with him. And I suspect that somebody would have called his office if it were presenting a a big enough problem to make them aware what's going on. So we'll see. Uh, Here we go. The train derailment is an inconvenience, but there are alternate routes to take. just depends on how bad they want to vote. That's per Representative Vince Mangold, who... Uh, represents the, that area, Lincoln County. Appreciate that. Thanks for the update there. So, okay, it's it's good enough to something at least that warranted checking on. I think, and we have done that. Uh, thanks to Mailman Clayton, who while we were having a discussion with the secretary, informed us it's November eighth. I had the third in the head for some reason, but it's November eighth when the general elections are. Coming up this year, and you know all eyes are going to be focused on that. That's going to be a big old dang deal with uh, some uh, everybody in the House, of course, up for election or the House 
elections occur every two year House of Representatives in, in uh, this country, and then the Senate are staggered terms. And can't remember how many seats are up. I want to say 28, 32 is the number that comes to mind in the Senate, that is. And a number of those are uh, so called swing state type situations in Georgia, Arizona, P- Pennsylvania, Wisconsin. Those are all very high profile. Missouri, Senate seats that will be on the ballot in the general election will be a big deal coming up. So we'll be we'll be taking a look at that and and uh, tracking it for sure. Individuals, uh, okay. So this is um, someone who so- sent something in on the six six two about the Second Amendment. Uh, said that their interpretation of the Second Amendment is if the American military has weaponry and you yourself can afford it, you should also be able to have it. I'm not sure, honestly. I, I, is that stated in the Constitution? Is it included in the provisions of the Second Amendment? So my question was, and it was just a serious question, should they be able to own fully automatic weapons? I'm pretty sure those are banned what you would call, I guess, a machine gun, fully automatic, pull the trigger and bullets come out without having to release and re-pull. Uh, intercontinental ballistic missiles, ICBMs. How about technology that interferes with aircraft guidance, so-called radar jamming technology? Of course, that's a lot more complex today. I, I don't know. He said, uh, wrote back, individuals can with tax stamps, but yes, even without tax stamps. Not sure what that means. I lean pretty libertarian, but as they never can compete, I vote red. I feel like the government should stay out of most things. If I can afford to buy it, then I should be able to. Yeah, with a tax stamp, you're allowed to buy NFA items. Okay. So, like a nuclear warhead? No, like an automatic rifle or suppressor, otherwise known as a silencer, even though it doesn't really silence. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. That kind of stuff. How about a battleship? I'm serious. I remember there was a controversy, I think it was in the mid-90s, with uh, Pepsi. They came out with Pepsi points, and they had a commercial showing off all the different things you could get if you turned in your Pepsi points. Okay. And then they had a Harrier jet land at the end of the commercial (laughs) And it was some ungodly, no, like 20 million Pepsi points, and you could have a Harrier jet. Jeez. Some dude gamed the system and collected the points required to get his Harrier jet, and they could not give him a Harrier jet. Was it, I wonder if it, uh, they couldn't get, so they couldn't obtain it. Right, the the government would not let them have one to to give to him. Huh, They couldn't buy it, they couldn't get it, it was just off the table. Yeah. So I think he wound up, if I'm not mistaken, the guy that did that, he wound up suing and got some sort of monetary award. And then, if I'm not mistaken, his award that he got was stolen by a business partner like a year and a half later. Huh. And it's never been recovered. So I, I guess that means you could build your own nuclear silo, right? Have your own ICBM and you could wage your own nuclear war. Seriously. Might be tough to get the fissionable material, but uh, if you had the know-how, I guess you could. 
So Mo says you can own a battleship if you can afford it from the government, minus the working guns and ammo. Well, who wants that? Why couldn't you have the guns and ammo? Well, that was the whole purpose. I mean, they're they're pretty benign, right? They're pretty. <laughs> they don't move particularly fast. I guess you could fill them up with all your friends and family, float around the world, but you couldn't play shoot them up. I thought that was the whole purpose here. We're talking about the context of the Second Amendment here. Well, that's another point I think Thomas just made it about cannons, where Biden said, you can't buy a cannon. It's like, you could buy a cannon the whole time. You can buy a cannon right now. Yeah. Okay. So you can have your own cannon. And I assume you can get your munitions for it as well, right? Yeah, it's a little harder to come by. But, uh, I mean, it's you, you mainly would fill it with smokeless powder. Okay. And whatever format you would usually put it in. And then... I don't think it's legal to fire the projectile within most municipalities or areas, but because uh, of noise ordinance. I got you. Hmm. Interesting. Like, what about a tank buster missile, you know, on your shoulder sort of deal? It'd be pretty expensive because of the depleted uranium. That's true. I'm pretty sure they have a depleted uranium core because it's very heavy and and. But assuming money's not the issue there, I mean, I, I don't know. Has this ever been challenged in the courts before? If somebody tried to buy a nuclear bomb, and I don't know of any such case. So, it, I, and the only point I'm trying to I make is... I remember seeing a story of a, a Boy Scout that wanted his Eagle Scout thing to be building a nuclear reactor. Oh, wow. And, and he got in some hot water for that because he was trying to get fissionable materials. I got you. I'm just trying to understand where you draw the line on the Second Amendment. What does it, in fact, provide for? And, and where are you exceeding its provision? That's that's all. Because it, who knows what the weapons of tomorrow might look like? They haven't been invented yet. And, of course, that's a big well, argument. they might have. They just haven't been able to make them well, small enough. Because, I mean, we got rail guns on battleships. We just haven't been it's able true. to make them small enough to where you could carry it around with you. That's very true. They're not mobile yet. Yeah. So, but, but I, I do believe that is a branch of the future of weaponry, using electromagnets to hurl metal slugs really fast, right. way down range. Thomas wants us to know that he's bought his armor-piercing ammo. You must have a fortress up there, Thomas. Seriously. Seems like every day you inform us about some more guns you're buying and weapons and ammunition and so forth. Do you have a nuclear bomb? Serious question. Are you thinking about acquiring one? You you just seem like a person that really doesn't have any limits on that sort of stuff. But it, truly, it, it is an issue of where is the government overstepping its bounds when it's prohibiting ownership of certain Weapons under the Second Amendment, talking about firearms specifically, and we just talked about the. I mean, right now, right, fully automatic weapons, I think, are banned at the federal level. Is that right? I'm, I'm pretty sure that is the case. Um, anyhow, he says, "Why does anyone care what I have? Because you might go crazy one day and blow up the world. Who knows?" I mean, don't know. I, I get your point, but hmm. imagine the hell you could wreak if you own some sort of 
technology that would interfere with aircraft guidance systems. Airplanes just fall out of the sky and kill a bunch of people. And I don't know. Should we allow that? I'm just having fun crashing airplanes here with my new gadgets. Uh, serious question. You see how crazy stuff like this could get. And, I, and my fear is is that we're going to get really tied up in this debate. You know we are. And ultimately, something makes its way to the Supreme Court, and the court's going to have to rule. And I don't know where they stand on how extreme does it get, I think is the question. Hmm. Mississippi's own B.B. King bumping us out of this segment here on Middays. We'll come right back with half an hour of talk remaining in the show from the Element Well Studios. I'm Michael Guest. To get America back on the right track, we must return to conservative policies and principles. That means protecting our constitutional rights, liberties, and freedom. Getting government out of the way so our economy can grow. To stop inflation and bring down prices. I'm honored to serve as your congressman, and I'm asking for your vote on June the 7th. With your support, we will put America first, now, and for our children's future. I'm Michael Guest, and I approve this message. Paid for by Prince of Michael Guest. Hey, this is Will with Service Specialists. Are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, Service Specialists has been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. We have candidates for all your administrative, professional, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Check us out online at servicespecialistltd.com. That's servicespecialistltd.com. Service Specialists, your expert recruiters helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967 with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. A stronger, healthier Mississippi starts with the right managed care, managed with integrity. Amerigroup brings over 30 years of experience partnering with Medicaid programs throughout the country and a deep commitment to Mississippi. So far, we've invested over $3 million to improve the overall health of our communities. Amerigroup of Mississippi. Managed care. Managed with integrity. Learn more at AmerigroupMS.com. This is Allison Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. Located in Gluckstadt, just south of Germantown High, Calloway's has an outstanding selection of all your favorite trees, shrubs, color plants, and bagged-in-bulk soils. Everything for your outdoor living. Calloway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture and the largest selection in the South. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies and jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's has farm fresh produce seven days a week. Did you know Callaway's has beautiful decorative accessories and gift items for indoors and outdoors? Bring your truck or trailer. Callaway's has bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Callaway's landscape designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Visit Callaway's in Gluckstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Everything for home and garden, that's what Callaway's is. 
I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. According to a new report from the state auditor's office, Mississippi could save not only lives, but a whole lot of money by further funding law enforcement. In the report, research shows that each homicide in Mississippi costs taxpayers between 900000 and $1.2 million. Those costs include crime scene response at cleanup, medical treatment, compensation for the victim, and more. As of now, the annual salary for a Mississippi police officer is the lowest in the nation at around 36000 Mississippi also has one of the highest murder rates in the country. State Auditor Shad White says there's a direct connection with the lack of funding for law enforcement. Police in Lowndes County are searching for suspects after an assault rifle, 500 rounds of ammunition, a handgun, and two bulletproof vests were stolen from a Columbus police vehicle. The city-owned vehicle was parked at the officer's home at the time of the break-in. MTV is celebrating 40 years, and Grammy Museum Mississippi invites you to explore the history of this iconic exhibit. Take a trip back to the beginning with artifacts and interviews with four remaining MTV VJs. Enjoy memorabilia from Michael Jackson to Bon Jovi with historical moments in MTV programming along with interactives and more. To learn more about the MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV Exhibit, and other monthly programs and events, visit GrammyMuseumMS.org. Swing in to sponsoring the Sanderson Farm Championship, Mississippi's largest professional sporting event, September 26th through October 2nd. Entertain your clients or prospects, reward your employees. Ball from a skybox on the 18th green. Gotta hurry. These affordable Sanderson Farm Championship packages are available through June 15th. Visit SponsorSFC.com today to learn more. That's SponsorSFC.com. Whether you're a rebel, a bulldog, a golden eagle, or just a sports fan, Super Talk Mississippi has got a podcast for you. For you. Sports Talk Mississippi, The Rebel Report, Thunder and Lightning, The Super Talk Eagle Hour are all now available for you. And it's all free. Free. Get them all on demand at supertalk.fm and on your smartphone. Just search for Super Talk on iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Come on. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. All right, we are back on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone, to Midday Super Talk Mississippi. Thomas just sent explanation. It's really not a very good one, though, Thomas. I asked you about nuclear warheads. I don't think you need nuclear warheads to keep people from locking you up. And honestly, I got to tell you, (laughs) in my opinion, it really depends on which way the military goes, right? If... If the government is able to mobilize the military and, and they fall in line and go after their own countrymen, I mean, all bets are off at that point, honestly. So your weapons in your house aren't going to protect against that. It's a numbers game. Unless you've got some sort of really destructive weapons, like a, a nuclear bomb. 
or something to that effect. I'm not saying that there's no value whatsoever. I got a house full of guns. There's no value in having guns to protect your life and limb and your property. Absolutely, there are. But it's also a numbers game. If you're overwhelmed, not sure that that's going to help you very much. And in the case of China, I mean, China is able to get out of fear, honestly. They're able to get their police, their military to enforce all those restrictions. And yeah, right, people starved. And you saw them taking pets out of houses and destroying the pets, torturing them to death, essentially, so they wouldn't spread the COVID. It's brutal. It's inhumane what they were doing, no doubt about it. Um, so, anyhow, but that, I mean, I think that gets a little extreme, all that does, in in my opinion. Let's see, the, there's somebody, fully auto weapons banned from new manufacturers being sold to regular citizens. The ones made before 1984 can be bought and sold to anyone as long as you pass a federal background check and pay for the tax stamp. So that's what you said earlier, Rhino. Same yeah. process as buying a suppressor. Yeah, noise suppressor. Okay, so does that mean then the sort of machine gun used in like World War II, which is a fully automatic weapon, you pull the trigger, right, and bullets come out? Those can. What about like the Vietnam era 50 caliber? I mean, that's how you have these firearms used in Hollywood films. It's private collections, people that have gotten their tax stamp, passed the background checks, and done all that, that that have these weapons in their collection that then rent them out to the production companies to be used in films. But the point is, there's a bit of a higher bar to procure that. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, So, anyhow, this is going to be an interesting debate. It does feel like that since what happened in Texas, there's more willingness on the part of Republicans to at least have a conversation. That's about the this. weirdest part about those private collections they use in Hollywood films. A lot of the private collections have had to be moved from California because of California's gun laws. Okay. Well, because they that's weird. So they come take your private collection in that case? No, they the the owners of the private collections have moved them to states like oh, Nevada. Okay. Just to get them out of California. Yeah. I got you. Hmm. Gerard, they use high-powered laser pointers to attempt to blind pilots. Right, but that's not legal. That's the whole point we're talking about here is what, what, what fits within the legal framework of the Second Amendment. I'm, I'm aware of that. Um, that's, that's different. Chris from Oxford says M60. Yeah, M60 machine gun. Right. It's Vietnam era, yeah. Yeah. I, dude, well, seems like it was. in World War II? I don't know. May, may it come at the end? The M60 certainly looked different. A little longer snout on it. Curved magazine, as I recall. Yeah, M60 was adopted in 57. Okay. And issued to units beginning in 59. Gotcha. Hmm. Interesting. Quiet is the best noise. They're going to go visit Thomas somewhere on the C-Spire tax line. Andy and Jackson also had a flamethrower you could operate. Oh, he says, I drove a military surplus tanks at Ox Ranch in Texas two years ago. Also had a flamethrower you could operate. They said it's registered for agriculture use. 
Yeah, wow. Elon Musk developed a flamethrower. That's right. Was it the Boring Company that made it? Mm, should have been. Not. Uh, it looked like a stormtrooper weapon, but I it was a flamethrower. Yeah. Interesting. So, Another one of those things that they got upset about in California. Yeah, I'm sure. So, Andy, did your surplus tank, uh, could it fire ordnance? Mm, probably not. I'm just a question. If it's the same place I'm thinking of, it's it's kind of like a a big ranch you can go to and, and play True. around with all that stuff. Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk have rockets. Why can't they arm them? It's a reasonable question. I don't know. Not sure. Hmm. They could certainly afford it. I wonder if it's legal to own a submarine in the U.S. with or without weapons. Good question. They currently sell old silos for houses minus the works. Well, that's that's Mo's. Okay, Mo's. But that okay. You got and your yes, underground you, you silos. Can buy submarines. You can. Oh yeah, they have a uh, really expensive one. I want to say it's eight hundred nine hundred thousand dollars. Are there cheap submarines? <laughs> well, uh, well, compared to the nine hundred thousand dollar one, I'm pretty sure you can get some of those that are basically just a bubble you stick your head in while you're scuba diving for ten to twenty thousand. But if you really want to splurge on your submarine purchase, I want to say it's eight hundred nine hundred thousand dollars. It looks like a big killer whale had a baby with a jet ski. And you can go on top of the water and dive down in the water and do all kind of crazy stuff. That's not a military class submarine, though. Nine hundred thousand dollars. You could strap something on it. <laughs> I guess you could. You got nine hundred grand to spend. <laughs> James Bond that thing out. I got you. <laughs> a James Bond submarine. There you go. <laughs> well, what was that car he turned into a submarine? Was it a Lotus? It could have been. I'm yeah. trying to remember what that car was. I just remember going in the water and then making the transformation. Wasn't a Lamborghini. It looked a lot like it. That's why I'm thinking it was a Lotus. Yeah, because they're similar. Similar shape and style. Yeah. Well, interesting discussion, though. Uh, We'll see all, like I said. Yeah, Wet Nelly, a custom-built submarine created for the 77 (laughs) Bond film, The Spy Who Loved Me, was a Lotus Esprit S1. Okay, a Lotus. A good memory there. 77. I remember the movie. It's pretty cool. Cost a hundred thousand dollars in nineteen seventy six. Oh, gosh, wow. Yeah, I don't know how adjusted for inflation that works out, but that doesn't sound like a lot of money for your very own uh, submarine, right? Or, or car that turned into one. That would I'm, be about five hundred and eighty thousand dollars today. So it's still cheaper than the nine hundred thousand dollar killer whale jet true. ski. Hmm. Certainly looks cooler. The ceasefire text line president elect says, That's right, Rhino. It's called It's Not a Flamethrower. Yeah. <laughs> wow. If the spirit of the Second Amendment was that of comparable resistance to tyrannical force, logic to me would follow in favor of private nuclear ownership. All right. We're all just going to have our very own nuclear bombs. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> I mean, here's the thing, though. It ain't like those who would engage in tyranny, they got nuclear bombs, too. They would certainly have commandeered them if they got to a point where they could impose that sort of authoritarianism. Let's face it. You'd have to have control of the military and its arsenal. I really do believe that. To to go to that level is what I'm talking about, where you would need a nuclear bomb to respond. It's... That's a lot. 
Hmm. I think it was, uh, yeah, Rhino already said it, Lotus Esprit. Wow. Is it German MG4? Uh, what? This is Tom in Carthage. Shooting a German MG34, a Browning 1930 caliber. I think it's the videos he sent us, yeah. Interesting. I see that. Cool. John in Hardeman, Tennessee says, I was informed by my DI on Paris Island that the deadliest weapon in the world is a Marine and his rifle. Hoorah. Yep, I've heard that too. That saying as well. Uh, And God bless you for... I assume, John, you were in the Marine Corps since you were on Paris Island and had a drill instructor, and thank you for your service. And I know that was um, was quite a hard road, but we appreciate that. Let's see. Uh, on the ceasefire text line, Jeff says, Yes, Gerard, it is a great debate. Thank you. While I am fully behind the Second Amendment and our rights to own a gun, I'm pretty sure that our founding fathers had no idea that technology would advance the weaponry that we have today. I, I, obviously, that's true as well, and that is something that the Democrats routinely point to, right? A well-armed militia, you hear them invoke that phrase regularly. And I mean, it it does. It, it triggers this, I think, debate on what should be prohibited, what should be allowed. Why should there be any age limits whatsoever? I mean, that's, I don't know. Did the Second Amendment contemplate any age limitations, waiting periods, background checks, all that sort of stuff? You see how complicated it gets. I'm, I'm obviously sounding like a devil's advocate here, but I'm just trying to... It's just complicated. A lot of stuff involved. We'll take uh, a break. Final segment coming up next. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. Guys, have Viagra and Cialis let you down? It can get you to the point where you think your best days are behind you. Well, think again. If you suffer from any type of erectile dysfunction, regardless of your age or medical history, Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland can help. Their treatment options work without pain, needles, surgery, or medications, and no downtime using the latest proven technology. Call 601-944-5585 or visit InnovativeHealthClinic.net for an appointment today. So how do you know if you have hail damage? Not all roof damage can be spotted from the ground. Gallo here from Experience Believe Me. You need a pro that you can trust to give you an honest assessment of your roof. There's no better team than Watkins Construction and Roofing. You can trust them to give you an honest evaluation. The Watkins team will answer your call 24-7 and give you a complimentary roof inspection and estimate. Plus, count on them to get back with you as fast as the next business day. Financing is available. Count on the pros. Watkins, 601-966-8233. Protect your home and office with Havard Pest Control, a family-owned and operated business for 75 years. Havard provides termite and pest services with free quotes, low monthly payments, free recalls, and unmatched customer service. For more information, visit HabbardPass.com. I'm Michael Cassidy. Tuesday's Republican primary isn't just a choice between Congressman Guest and myself. It's your chance to say no to the January 6th commission that Guest voted for, to say no to the billion dollars that Guest gave Planned Parenthood, and to say no to Guest sending over $50 billion to Ukraine while Americans are suffering at home. Please vote for me, Michael Cassidy, and say 
yes to our conservative Mississippi values in Tuesday's Republican primary. I'm Michael Cassidy, candidate for Congress, and I approve this message. Paid for by Cassidy for Congress. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick, GMC, or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events. But thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need. A professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. This is Jake Mangum, not some actor wearing a red shirt. Whenever I was up to bat at MSU, I would see Farm Bureau Insurance. They supported me then, and they take care of me now. I couldn't ask for more supportive teammates. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance, or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Twilight Concerts and Renaissance are back. Ratchet Entertainment presents Twilight Concert Series at Renaissance. Saturday, July 9th. With J.J. Gray and Mo Fro. Big Head Todd and the Monsters. Plus Jay and the Causeways. Tickets are on sale now at TwilightMS.com. That's TwilightMS.com. Brought to you in part by Southern Beverage, Renaissance, Ridgeland First, and Watkins Construction. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. You're listening to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi. back everyone to middays super talk mississippi final segment we appreciate you so much for joining us today by the way let's see here super talk mississippi news is going to feature some 2022 primary election coverage just found out about that you can get primary results from across the state tonight with 2022 primary election coverage from the Super Talk Mississippi News team. We'll have hourly on-the-air updates during our news broadcast, and we'll have coverage throughout the night on social media and results on supertalk.fm. So that ought to be good. They always do a great job with that, big time. One last little nugget about the, the submarine car from James Bond. Yeah. I did a little digging and found out who owns it now. Who's that? None other than Elon Musk. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. 
He paid a fetching 555,000 pounds for it. Pocket change for Eli. At RM Auctions in Battersea, southwest London. How about that? Back in 2013. So... Uh, this is another one of those shows, and by the way, this is perfectly fine, where we got onto a subject matter, and it pretty much consumed the show. But I thought it was good, good inter- interaction and good debate and, and uh, lots of good communication back and forth, exchanges. I, I got a little that. audio clip. I got to make sure I cut it off before he goes off the rails, because it is Penn and Teller, and he does have colorful language. Okay. But it's regarding the language of the Second Amendment, so... <laughs> Bear with me as I try to make sure he doesn't curse on the air. Read the words. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. Sure, you need an organized military force to defend your country. But the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. This is the people in contrast with the militia. It doesn't say the right of the militia to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. It says the right of the people. Now, why the word people? Because the people who wrote this had just fought a war for two years against a tyrannical state militia. They knew the time might come when they'd have to do that again. So they made the possession of weapons a right that the militia could never take away. Hmm. Interesting. That's an interesting perspective, no doubt. And it all comes down to that comma, because it says a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state comma, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Yeah. And you pointed that out, the use of the comma and the punctuation there is... Gun control advocates say that that comma is there for a pause. Right. Whereas you you look at the rest of the document, there's no other use of a comma as a pause. It's to separate the two statements. Agree. And that... uh, that just kind of an interesting little nuance to that right there. Carolyn Starkville says the New York mayor, that would be Eric Adams, and president's comments that the Second Amendment is not absolute is disturbing but shows the direction they want to go. Yeah, I mean, the left has made it very clear that they would like to change the Constitution. And, uh, gosh, it was Barack Obama that uh, – his memory serves, it really was first president I can ever remember that said, you know, there's this little thing called the Constitution that unfortunately gets in the way of my radical agenda. And you just wonder, we talked about this when the after Joe Biden made those statements that the Second Amendment is not absolute. We, we can sit here and debate about, you know, the, the, the details, the specifics, the, the nuances of the Second Amendment is kind of what we've been doing today, but whether or not it's absolute, I don't see how that's even up for debate. I mean, that's just established law. But remember, what was it, Mondaire Jones, the representative, uh, saying that if you get in the way, we'll end the filibuster. Yep. If you take it to the courts, we'll pack the courts. Yep. Yeah. So now that could mean that the courts could interpret the Second Amendment such a way that suits their fancy. But that doesn't amend the Constitution. It doesn't repeal the Second Amendment. That's That requires a different mechanism, a different process. Rises to a much higher standard. Can't just be done by the court or by the uh, the Congress and, and signing off by the president. So uh, anyhow, it's um, – you know, you, you, we don't want to see any more gun violence, period. And it – it's not. It didn't stop with what happened in Texas. 
a series of shootings across this country, more more deaths, uh, more shooting deaths. A lot of them is still drug-related, gang-related, but it's still out of control. It's crazy. And bad guys need to be locked up to do this. But the Second Amendment is absolute. There's absolutely no question about that. Don't forget, Super Talk Mississippi News primary election coverage tonight. We're going to be in Greenville on Friday. Get out and vote, everyone. Thanks so much for joining us today. Enjoy the debate and the conversation. Appreciate you engaging with us. So until we're back in the studio tomorrow, stay safe and God bless everyone. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.